Hello there, listeners of the podcast. This is Jimmy again. This is Pat Egan. And really quick, we are so loving the fact that you want to listen to us. Uh, but just a reminder, uh, this episode is going to be uh, a little bit explicit. A little spicy. If you will. Um, we just want to make sure that you know that uh, some content in today's episode is going to be kind of gone over. And uh, we're looking at uh, you to get uh, maybe little Timmy out of the room before you <laughs> yeah. start the episode. Yeah, get the kids out of the room for sure. But it's still enjoyable, and you, I'm sure you get a nice laugh. So uh, enjoy. Enjoy. Mouth breather. Pat and, and Jimmy, Jimmy drinking, drinking mimosas in the morning. Good morning, everybody. Dude, good morning. Welcome to the Mouth Breather Podcast. The Mouth Breather Podcast. Episode what of season three? Seven, bro. And uh, you know, uh, let me uh, little me this, Batman. Yeah, huh? Is this episode fifty, or is this one more to left episode fifty? This is one more. So we had forty-eight episodes because so it was always a little confusing because we did release a message episode. a message episode about the season finale of season one. Boom. So I actually got rid of that, which was a. Hotline call episode. It wasn't ho- Oh, did you mean to do that? No. No, oh, well, I don't look well, at you. But I mean, like, it's kind of cool that we're kind of back at it. Yeah. That was, was it, that was the last time we did a hotline call that episode. Was la- we didn't do a hotline call at all. All the way back in season one. Yeah. We get to say that. That's kind of nuts. That's really fucking but, yeah, cool. Yeah, this is episode 49 in total, episode seven of season three. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling good. We got some. We're, we're like, hey, let's. Why break your dish? We got mimosas again. Yeah, we're doing the morning. We're recording in the morning. Mm-hmm. Saturday, April twenty, uh, April eighteenth. Yeah, April eighteenth. And happy fun- what would be record store day. I know. Aren't you a little bummed? I'm super bummed. We should do a shout out. Let me just explain what's going on. Sure. And then we'll get into maybe a little shout out to record stores. Hell yeah. And then we'll get into it. But uh, let's do it. Jimmy and I, you know, we've been doing just me and him trying to keep uh people out of the fucking compound and spreading the spreading COVID nineteen the deadly disease. If we have, I don't think we have it. Because it's been, this is the end of week five. <coughs> That's what's nuts. This is the end of week five. We're going in week six. Yep. For me, at least, it's been a month. Uh huh. This past Thursday was a month of quarantine. That's insane to me. Wow. But, you know, whatever. Um, we uh decided to mix it up a little bit. Get you guys included. We're doing hotline calls today. So, for the past five days, you guys have been not. You haven't been calling my cell phone because that would be weird. But you've been calling the Mouth Breather hotline number, <laughs> and you've been leaving me messages. We got about, I think, 20 messages, 19 messages. So thank you so much for everybody who called. Thank you. With, uh, uh, I've heard most of them. Jimmy hasn't heard any of them, but we're going to break it down. Um, so thank you again. You guys are all sweet. Uh, really, really appreciate your support. For all sure. This. So thank you. Um, the uh, what's, what's unfortunate is today is Saturday. I don't know about you, Jimmy, but... Record Store Day has a special place in my heart. Of course. Because I am a music fanatic. Of course. And not only do I love playing music, but I love listening to records. I love the idea of like, not just a great single hit song, but like, oh, this was like thought and talent like was, it was like, a, it's like a juice, like a, like you squeeze the fruits yeah. into the juice and like you squeeze everything you got. Fucking uh, squeeze not it. Not trying to waste anything. You're trying to put it all out there. And I love a band that can do that and do that numerous times. I love bands that do it maybe once, and maybe it's the only fucking thing they ever do. Yeah. But it touches lives, man. When that needle hits that wax, I mean... You can never go back. You light a candle, and you, you hear something that changes you. Yeah. 
dude wow um that was off the cuff that was yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a cue applause right there yeah you guys need help getting out of trouble with your folks call me yeah <laughs> i'll do some off the you, cuff need, you need a lawyer <laughs> i'm patrick off the cuff where I will not prepare anything for your court date. I'll get you out of the cuffs with my off the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's geez. good. That's good right there. Yeah. No, um, dude, dude that was beautiful. That was cool. Like, I'm I mean, about it, man. Uh, like, for me, um, I just like collecting records because they make me feel cool. And then collecting get, records is cool. Yeah. Um, what was your first record? You ever bought or received? Well, actually, my first record that I received was a gift from my friend, uh, my friends, uh, Kieran and Megan. It was a it was a Exxon Main Street Rolling Stones was given ah. to me. Yeah, the first one I remember buying was uh, Kings of Leon. Aha, Shake Heartbreak. I went to like a Reckless Records and bought that. Love Reckless Records. Yeah, but like, what's cool about records is like, yeah, you could buy like the newer ones. And get like a special edition, a reissue. Maybe yeah. it's a color. There's a weird. What's cool is like the packaging is like a huge thing. Yeah, like, it's like all these things that you don't get with the CD. You know, you get the booklet with the CD, and they're not even making. They're not putting that much effort into CDs anymore. They're really here's the disc. Record stores actually, it's like a significant amount of record sales. I remember like when I was in Columbia, we were talking about this in school. It's like, it's like fifteen percent of like physical like a. Uh, sales uh of of actual music in the industry that's like a rough guesstimate but like it was a significant amount like and it hadn't been like that in years because everything else is like merch or uh you know you don't make any money off spotify listens it's like 0.009 cents it's ridiculous it's really bad um so it's kind of cool that like records are they've come back in the last 15 years you know, people are buying shitty record players and Urban Outfitters has fucking records. Crosley's out the fucking ass. Um, but I, I guess Crosley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but what's cool is like you can buy like the newer ones, the reissued stuff. It's like twenty bucks or more. But like, what's so special is like if you hear something, like a song, like you kind of dip into that artist. So for instance, I love. Uh, I discovered Tommy Jones. I think it's Tommy Jones and the Shondells. For people who don't know who that is, they do Crimson and Clover before they uh, Janet Jackson did the cover. Um, Joan Jett? Yes, I'm sorry. Joan Jett. Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, JJ. like Janet Jackson. <laughs> Joan Jett. There's a joke there. I'm not going to say it. Um, but anyway, uh, they do Crimson and Clover. And I spent like, I went to five record stores to buy this freaking record. It wasn't a greatest hits thing. It was like the record. It was $2. But I was like, I need to have... That's like probably the oldest record I have that's like... It's pretty fucking cool. It's like original pressing. It was like two bucks in a bin. But yeah. I like went to all these... I went to like five... I went to all three Reckless Records. I went to this one in Old Town. And then I went to... Uh, uh, it was not a Reckless Records where I found it, but it was... These are all... This uh, Reckless Records is a prominent Chicago record store. For, for people sure. who don't know. But... Uh, Dude, like you go out of your way like to get that gold. It's like a treasure hunt for the you, collectibles, dude. man. Yeah, so that's that's a fond memory I have of looking for a record. I've never been like so hardcore into finding a record like that. Like, well, that's when I was like nineteen. I literally had no responsibility, and I could yeah. burn money on records without thinking about it. Yeah. Now I, I would probably buy a couple a year, and when I want to, I buy about maybe two or three a year just to keep up the collection. Um, I just ordered camps. 
album from 2016, you know, via online. It's a good album. Um, Is that all the depths I owe? Like that yeah, first one? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's a fucking amazing album. <clears throat> and um, just because I saw a post about, like, you know, support the musicians that you really like, I want to buy some from Trampled really bad, you know. But... Yeah, I have Palomino. They just, that just album turned 10 years old. Dude, they replied to me. That's cool. I freaked out. I was on a Zoom call with my friends and I got like a ding. And then, like, I look and it says TBT Duluth. Um, replied to you and I was like um uh, and I muted myself and my friend just like saw my facial reactions and then they're like what what is happening and then I'm like freaking out I'm like oh my god they replied <laughs> and with only two words it said cheers man fuck off <laughs> <laughs> who are you don't call this number again please stop messaging us <laughs> Dude, um, look they, I got a restraining order from my favorite <laughs> band their signature <laughs> I'm popular <laughs> Oh my god! I'm recognized as a fan. Um, but I mean, I guess like you are truly the number one fan of that band. If you manage to get a restraining order from said band, you got that signature, dude. That's what I'm talking about. Um, you'd be funny. I actually just thought of this. You know, how, like uh, people who are verified, they have like the little blue uh, check by their their yeah. account. Can you imagine if like fans had like a red checkbox, like a red a red X, like a red X, <laughs> like uh, this is person is clearly a fan of a lot of people. You they're can't. a fan, like they're verified <laughs> as a fan. They're not verified. They're a they're just fan. They're fans. I'm trying to think of like the opposite of like. I mean, not that they're not verified. I don't know. That's a weird one. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, That'd yeah. That'd be fucking rad. It's a good bit. We'll work it out. Instagram restraints. <laughs> restraints on Instagram. What's the most recent? What what did you do last year on Record Store Day? Last year? Yeah. I worked. And this is a super boring answer. Didn't you work at XRT, though? Or no. uh, were you at San Xavier spinning records, dude? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was last Fucking, year. What did you spin? I'm sorry, dude. What are some of your favorite records to spin? I'll say some of mine, then maybe we'll move on. Okay. So last year, I, I can't remember if I even like discussed. I probably did discuss on you the did, podcast. Because I was at the Bourbon Street show with Motel Breakfast That's and right. South City Revival. Yeah. Dude, that was a cool show. Uh-huh. The, oh, dude. All right. It's all coming back to me now. Because um, didn't Hannah help you yeah, out? Yeah. Hannah Jones. Shout out to Hannah Jones. She Hannah helped. Jones. No, there's Spinning a song called Dragon. Love Jones <laughs> by Charles Bradley. I think of every time Hannah I see her. Hannah Jones and me. Spinning records. Singing Saver University. Oh, oh nice. Tony Crows. <laughs> um, so I I got to partake in, uh, in like vinyl day, basically, at um, St. Xavier. And uh, do you want some? Yeah, I almost know. I just filled my cup with champagne and orange juice. I took five sips, and then I grabbed the champagne again. My glass is not empty. It's not close to being empty. Dude, you just want the champagne. It's like, well, I got a small cup. Small chalice going on. Yep, yep. Sorry. Sorry. So um, we were spinning records, and uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what we, we were spinning. I remember we were spinning... Um, cause my first record I ever got was a, 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 a like a non-reprint yeah, Led Zeppelin yeah, 2. Yeah, the original print. Yeah. yeah, Led Zeppelin 2, which is still today one of my favorite records I own. Uh, shout out to Tamo, um, Nina's dad, if you're mm-hmm. listening to Nines. Um, but, uh, he gave me that for my 16th birthday. And I remember that's what kickstarted my, like, I'm, cause I never owned a record. I, I remember my parents like had them, but so like. It's kind of cool. It's like, usually it's a gift. Yeah, it's what, ca- what kind of starts gets it. you into it. Well, because like it, it's it's a little weird if you want to start your own by just buying it. I mean, there are some people who do that, but like normally when you start, it's like 
you got to think about it. There's a lot of components that you have to buy. Like, if you want a CD, bro, in this room, we got one, two, three, four. We, like, just in my eyesight, we have four things I can play a CD right now. Yeah. Like, five. Your laptop. You know, I can literally see a CD player over there, so six. So, like, <laughs> we have six things in this in this room that can play a CD. A record, you need you need all the stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a, a quick buy. It's like a, it's it's an investment in a way. Yeah. So um but yeah, so we were playing Led Zeppelin 2. Hannah Jones brought like all these cool like 80s pop kind of records. I'm That's sh- dope. Like Madonna I'm, kind of stuff or like kind of share? Uh not share. I wish we had share. We were I remember we played a soundtrack. Oh god, I'm so bad. I it was also a long time ago. We were playing like a soundtrack of, of I think we played a little, little Brother of Art Thou because I had I have that the shout of Pat Leonard. No, Pat sorry, Brian Maloney who gave me that record. Um but uh so funny enough though, there was this one record I was playing and I was not paying attention. So the beauty of playing music digitally on a radio show is like everything's already pre edited and you don't you can just like you could just like Jesus take the wheel on the <laughs> on the in the in the booth, right. um, but with records, for one thing, you need two people minimum minimum. You need two people because I have to talk, and while I'm talking, the other person has to change the records out. Yeah, you know, my dad used to do record what you were doing, but one person at Eastern. That is insane. Because like he used to DJ, like he used to work for Eastern's radio station, and he'd. Only he didn't have a data a database with all the songs in it. Yeah, he had to change records and like talk at the same time. That's, he said it was so hard. It's very difficult, and plus you're, I can only imagine you're trying to like, all right, I have to get track three while talking while looking down on the needle, you know. It's a good feeling when you drop the needle. Yeah, and it hits right on oh, there. It just for us like it, you hear the moment of silence <laughs> and then it starts, you know. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna beep it out, but like my dad used to say, like he used to. Whenever I when this is when I first started getting into records, my dad would be like, "Hey, uh, if you don't uh, if you don't hit it on the on the on the grain on the first try, you told." <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, oh, what's wrong with that, <laughs> father? <laughs> um, but um, so we we're playing like a lot of that, but so. Uh, like I said, like a lot of the pre-edited stuff is like so much. E- it's a lot easier to to use on you know such a platform. So, but I was playing um, uh, Steppenwolf, greatest hits, mm. and I uh, <laughs> I put on the Pusher by. Uh, uh, do you remember how that song goes? It's no. like in the beginning. It's a very like tr- it's like. You know, um, if you heard it, you would know it. Okay. Um, and then the, the first line is, well, she smokes a lot of grass. You know, that sounds more familiar. And I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm like, ooh. Uh, and then like the the word like goddamn or shit is like somewhere in there. And I remember on the air, it was like zip, you know. And then I was like, oh, well, you know, I forgot that there was actually a lot of swearing on that one. So we're going to prepare another song. So like the song played for like thirty five seconds. So it automatically stops it. No, we had to stop it because oh, uh, I was you can't like, just kind of accidentally play the whole song. No, because we're a, we're a Catholic school based radio show. We can't swear. That's stupid. That's that's well, fucking stupid. <laughs> these are rules that have literally been in place for a long. Well, I thought it was because of laws that have to do with broadcasting, and you can't. Yeah. 
You're correct. Or is it because it's a Catholic institution? It's both. It's stupid. That's yeah, what it there's is. a lot of red tape that you cannot cross. I love uh, bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. And by love, I mean I fucking hate it. Yeah. No, but that's what I was doing last record store day. It, cool. it has been rescheduled, by the way. Last last note. Oh, really? When? June 20th. Good to know. I did not. Yeah. I didn't think that was possible. June 20th is the new date for record store day. Hell yeah. That's so, awesome. So there is still hope. So That's good. Um, yeah, last year I was just playing. I didn't really go buy records because I was busy playing a show. But um, some of my favorite records that I have uh, are probably that Tommy Shandell one. Um... I have this live, this my morning jacket live show. Yeah, called I think it's called Okanonos. I could totally to be it. saying that wrong, but it's like it just brings a different energy to those songs. Um, so that's it's like a freaking four pack of wax, dude. It's nuts. And then I have I've Prince in there. I've Flight of the Concords. I think is pretty funny. Uh, I have almost every Twin Peaks record, which I think is cool. I think it's cool when you like, complete really cool. like a set, you know, yeah. like you have especially a vinyl. Um, and dude, like, actually, I have like that shelf is dedicated. Yeah, to, you know, I have a couple of awesome things signed by like vinyl sign, like by Twin Peaks by Whitney. I have a a single of Come a Little Closer signed by KG Elephant. That's fucking dope. Um, and obviously, I have a. I actually bought two Railway Gamblers uh, Lover. Mm. Uh, because I want to frame one. I want to try to frame the stuff I have signed and hang it up on the wall. I got you. So that, I think that shit's cool. But th- really, those are some shout outs. Just a uh, one sided lightning round because like I'm my my answers are not going to be as interesting. Um, I I want three records that you own. Mm-hmm. I want favorite to listen to, favorite wax aesthetic. So as in like the rest wax aesthetic. <laughs> Favorite wax is oh god wax aesthetic. Wax aesthetic. Wax aesthetic. What's the word I couldn't say the other week? I can't remember. There's a lot of words you can't say. You fucking moron. <laughs> hey, hey, calm, calm down. Calm. Hey, in the back, can't you shut up? <laughs> um, yeah. So. If it, mm, Champagne. Champagne. Um, but no, like you know what I mean? Like the the record itself yeah, yeah, yeah. looks cool. I got cool. you. So you got favorite list new, favorite wax aesthetic. And then favorite um cover. Okay. Um, so favorite listen. Mm-hmm. Favorite to listen to recency bias is probably I'd say Twin Peaks Sweet Seventeen Singles. Okay. That's an awesome record. The last song, We Will Not Make It Now Without You, is one of the best fucking songs. It's like almost an instrumental uh, song. They literally just say that one phrase at the end of it. Uh, but it's like a really good instrumental song. It like You could hear the hope in like the music. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, and there's, there's honestly so many great songs on that record. Uh, if you like Twin Peaks and like like Chicago, it's like garage rock, but it's kind of more like country bumpkin or some of that. Some of that. It's like a lot of good. You know, what, honestly, it's a lot of good use of the piano. The piano on that record is is like a good rock piano. Yeah, it's awesome. Just saying, great songwriting, good vibes. Uh, so that's probably favorite to listen to. Favorite wax aesthetic. Uh, I have the 
about the special edition of one of my favorite records, Alabama Shakes, Boys and Girls. It's uh, It came with like a extra two songs, and it's like a pink, blue, and white uh, wax color. That's dope. So that's cool. It's a cool color. I like tie-dye. Favorite, what was the last one? Just like cover in general. Like, mm. uh, Favorite... Um, cover would probably have to go to the most recent record I bought. Shout out to Sean Wilson for getting me into him. Uh, it's King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard uh, right. record. Uh, Paper Mache Dream Balloon. Damn. It's like a little claymation of the band and like these trees and there's like this rainbow text with some stars and shit. Okay. It's fucking cool. That's actually really cool. Yeah, that's I'll show it to you after we record. All it's, right. Uh, it's dope. Uh, so that's, that's that answer. That's my answer. You don't have any interesting thoughts on... No, those are all really good answers. The the one that I can like stick out to me is like um favorite li- to listen to has got to be uh Monsters in the Dark by William Elliot Whitmore. My oh Jesus. Um uh, Monsters in the Dark by William Elliot Whitmore. Favorite wax aesthetic is going to be um uh the Lillingtons uh the Late Late Show. It's like a Nickelodeon orange record. I fucking love it. Um and then uh, favorite to listen to, oh, that's so hard. Uh, Vide Noir by Lord Huron. Love that. That song, Never Ever, right? Yeah. The song's dope. That um, bass and drum. I just like that. It's all one. It's all connected. Like, you can just, like, put it on, and every track, for the most part, just, like, bleeds into the next one. Like I love that shit. That's fucking awesome. I think that's just another layer to that record onion, you know? For sure. <laughs> the record onion. <laughs> um, welcome to Onion Records. That's yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad for like a all. Chicago record store. Yeah, Chicago. <laughs> welcome to Chicago. Alibaba, Chicago. Um, <laughs> all right, dude. Yeah. So I shout out to you, Record Store Day. We love you. Listen to a record today. Well, I mean, when this comes out, it won't record be breakers, Beverly Records, Reckless Records, Sugar Records, Sugar Records. Um, I can't think, dude. There's actually a fucking dope record store in Bowling Green, Ohio, hmm. and I cannot think. Shout out to Ohio, dude. They the have entire a, state of Ohio. Damn, they have a really cool record store. And I can't think of it, but shout out to them. Cedar cool town, Point. Cedar Point, dude. Cedar Point. All right, let's uh, let's break it into Hotline Calls. I think, right? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, that's probably why most of you are listening. If you uh, didn't not How's enjoy the first, did you, if you didn't enjoy the tangent? You know, it was good. Start your own podcast. I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, I know. <laughs> Jenny's stretching and I'm burping I champagne burp. Something. I pulled something stretching. Alright. We're gonna do hotline calls. Uh we uh people called us. We told them to ask us about uh if they wanted to hear us tell a specific story or if they had any specific questions, like top five lists, whatever. You know, we just like call us, leave a voicemail, we'll try to answer your questions to the best of our ability. We're gonna dive into those now. Sweet. Uh, so thank you for everyone for calling. This first one is a call from Jimmy Dronowski. Hey, Pat and Jimmy. It's the uh, real pal Jimmy Dronowski from Motel Breakfast, uh, also known in some circles as a pretzel connoisseur, uh, known in other circles as other things. Uh so I'm calling in, uh, I want to say thanks for your public service in 
giving us content to consume during our quarantine periods. Uh, but I wanted to ask you guys about food. So specifically, I've been spending a lot of my 2020 aimed around getting better at cooking. I've been trying out some new recipes, just getting more kitchen fluency, I would say. So I'm curious what your guys' experiences are with cooking, uh, if you're good at it, if you're bad at it, any war stories to tell about it, uh, if you got any friends that are uh, really good cooks. Uh, yeah, I want to hear about you guys and the making of food. Uh, hope you're doing well. Look forward to seeing you guys and sharing drinks when this whole thing is over. See you, mouth breathers. All right. Wow. That was great. Yeah, shout out to you, Jimmy. Thank you Dude, for the great question. Jimbo. Jim, actually, they raised cool thing. Shout out to you, Motel Breakfast. They they raised uh, five grand and gave it to Feed America in, uh, I think, Wisconsin. Somewhere in Wisconsin, Madison or Milwaukee. In the Midwest. And uh, that's, like, insane from a live stream concert. And they shaved, like, Jesse dyed his, he bleached his hair. Drew shaved part of his head. Jimmy shaved his head and has a mustache now. Uh, I don't don't think Mike O'Donnell did anything yet. But I think Connor... (laughs) uh, has to wear Crocs next show. That's big deal. That's the worst one for sure. (laughs) No, uh, thanks for the question, Jimmy. (coughs) Cooking wise, I actually, I cooked empanadas. Those turned out dope. Yes. Talked about them a few times. Uh, You can put anything in those. Uh, I did chicken and mushroom and then beef and potato and there's a bunch of vegetables in both. I'm trying kimchi and I'm getting a little freaked out because I'm on day four and it, so kimchi is supposed to smell funky. Yeah. It's like a funky, spicy cabbage, essentially, yeah. is what it is. I burped the lid, which means... So I don't have the correct lid. I'm doing it in a mason jar. So you have to let the air out. The gas is out because it's going to explode otherwise. Yes. And I wish there was a better way to say it, but it would literally explode. Yes. So I opened the lid because all the stuff has to be underneath the liquid. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's... it's I mean, it's... I think it's like... It's a funky smell, like, appropriate for food. Like, oh, like, this Korean dish, it's funky. Yeah. Every YouTube video I've watched says it's, this, they describe it as funky. My mom thinks it smells like hot garbage. <laughs> and she's kind of getting mad that it's in the kitchen. <laughs> so we're going to find out. I'm probably going to do a taste test tomorrow. All right. Because it'll be, like, five days. But the longer you let it go, the more flavor. I get, I'm, like, a little worried. I don't know. You can't smell a YouTube video. No. So I don't know what it smells like but i'm excited to try it and if i fuck it up i'll just try it again because that's what cooking is you just pick something you like or you think you'd like and try it again i made monkey bread last night that was dope dude yeah the monkey bread the other night though yeah so i made it again with megan it was great oh fuck that was um, so good. me and pat were like moaning in pleasure yeah i kind of want to make lamb burgers i really like the lamb burger from horsey follow it's one yeah. of my favorite burgers in town and i would love to if i could make that myself that'd be dope that's where my kitchen thing has kind of – that's where I'm at right now. What about you, Jimmy? Um, really quick on the kimchi, the kimchi bomb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I come over and uh, Pat's like trying to – Pat is like trying to give a TED Talk to like basically a bunch of people who like have their own pre-notions already established. But Pat's like, no, it's like this. Um, so Pat's like giving his TED Talk on kimchi to his family. And he's Who, like, remember, my dad eats, my dad likes to eat spam. 
So does my dad. This is the crowd we're talking yeah, to. Yeah, this is what we have to deal with. <laughs> no, um, so, um, but Aunt, like Aunt Renee, she's like talking about how it's going to explode and how it's it's going to blow up the kitchen, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, there, there is the infamous story of, of one of our uncles who, to give like a very fast cliff note, which is, in my opinion, a very funny story. He was making like sausage links on the oven. He, he and This is like back in the day before me and Pat were even a thought. Um, and then... Um, He's making sausage links at her grandma's house. He was like in his twenties. Sausage links on on the pan. But he was drunk. He, he was drunk. He was making sausage links. He passed out. He smelled that the sausage sausage was burning. So he took a can of pears, pears and he doused the flames with the can of pears. Put the can on the pan. Forgot to turn off the oven. So then he passed out again. And then the oven like built so much pressure in the in the. A can of pears that the pears exploded all over our grandma's kitchen and then pear juice was like literally everywhere for a very 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 long time yeah um which uncle john and aunt renee are very worried that this will be recreated but instead of sweet delicious pears uh fermented cabbage that apparently smells like hot garbage <laughs> is gonna be exploded all over the kitchen yeah but so like I hear all this stuff, I'm like laughing in the background, you know, whatever. And then we come downstairs and Pat's like, yo, dude, like it's gonna be really good when it's done, but let me tell you, if that can of kimchi explodes, I will never hear the end of it <laughs> for my family. <laughs> and it's it was it, it, it it's a very interesting saga that I'm witnessing right now, the kimchi yeah. saga. My friend Jimmy Butler called me a kimchi gun. Kimchi gun Zoom. And Aunt, <laughs> yeah. Aunt, Aunt Renee keeps saying, if that explodes, then you and Kim Chi are going to be outside <laughs> on the lawn. <laughs> yeah, she keeps saying, okay, Kim Chi. All right, Kim Chi. <laughs> <laughs> I always imagine like a foreign exchange student, yeah. like hiding in the closet of your house. Kim Chi, breakfast is ready. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not going to continue. <laughs> so, anyway. also, I made zucchini noodles the other day. That's, That's fucking awesome. dope. So, that tasted amazing. I'm very proud of myself. Um, Really quick on the full food thing. Uh, We should make uh Irish empanadas where we should do, like, corned beef and cabbage. Oof, that sounds like a you problem. Okay. Next call. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> uh, For me, food-wise... um. I mean, I I cook really basic things. I cook a lot of chicken breast, you know, like, and it's it's really easy to do that. I'm trying to think of like, I made fish tacos uh, on the grill mm-hmm. before. That's like my favorite thing to cook. I take white fish, put it in tin foil, season it, put a little olive oil in there. Then I take one cherry tomato and I put it on each fillet. Then I close it. The pressure builds up in the tomato, kind of explodes all over the fish. The fish comes out like a little reddish, um, not because it's raw. Um, but <laughs> I hope not. Um, but uh, fish tacos, and I normally put like habanero salsa on the on the corn tortilla. That's like my favorite thing to cook. Um, chicken breast is easy. So uh, I I really like uh, get. I got into coffee, mm-hmm. like just brewing my own coffee, like from the the bean to the to the uh, French press to the cup. You know, right? Um, Shout out to Bones Coffee. Oh, my God. Sponsor us. I would lose my fucking mind. Um, that's, like, my favorite. You guys want a really cool whole bean with, like, a lot of flavors and stuff? Bones Coffee is, like, one of my favorites. Um, but I'm trying to think of, like, disasters. Uh, there was one time I tried a ch- I tr- tried my chops at Pork Chops. And, um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and um, 
so I, I, my mom was like away and she normally cooks pork chops and she was like, all right, what you gotta do is like, you know, egg, a little bit of like, you know, breadcrumbs, a little bit of flour, you know, like whatever, just so you like coat it and then you put it on the, on the oven, whatever. So, um, basically I, I, I wish this story was like super funny. It was like I was reckless and like the oil got everywhere, started a house fire, like whatever. But like I was so cautious into not starting a house fire that like I really coated these pork chops in like with the flour and the egg and the breadcrumbs. And then I cooked like six of them. It took way too long. Like I, pork chops are supposed to be easy, like 20 minutes max. This took like an hour. And then I tried cutting into it, but like so much flour encase the pork chop and basically this concrete cooking mix that like I couldn't even fucking eat them because wow. like they were just rock solid and stuff and uh, so I never tried pork chops again but yeah, chicken fish tacos coffee I brewed beer um, funny enough they actually warned us that when you're brewing beer like make sure like you burp it because like this well war- you're fermenting it, you yeah know? you're fermenting anything with fermenting you have the possibility of you know like blowing up because it's just gas pressure what doesn't make sense to me though is some people bury this shit in their backyard yeah because the longer it's fermented it's like the more well they have probably the appropriate stuff can like little you're not releasing that much gas i think like it could still breathe underground in a way like to at least exhale you know what i'm saying um but yeah i'm i want to try a little bit i want to try pickling Really bad. Well, I like that stuff. Nobody yeah. I know who I really care about likes it. <laughs> so, so if you don't like it, I don't care about you. Yeah, um, I love like pickled carrots, dude. Oh my god, pickled asparagus, pickled pickles. <laughs> there was one time when I'm kidding. I, there was one. T- <laughs> there was one time when I was a kid. I was trying to take a toaster strudel out of the oven, and it was really the toaster oven, and it was really really hot. So then I um. I I got a paper towel to like hold on to it, and then the paper towel hit the coil. And immediately caught a flame. And, like, so I started, like, a small kitchen fire. And I was yelling, fire, fire, fire. But because I'm such a jokester. Fire, fire! (laughs) (laughs) But because I was such a jokester as a kid, no one fucking believed me. So, like, I put out the flames. There's smoke everywhere. My mom's like, was there actually a fire? And I'm like, yeah. The toaster strudel caught on fire. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah. Toaster strudel fire. Let me see your toaster strudel fire. Do, 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 do. Next call. Hey, Pat and Jimmy. This is Megan Lair calling from Chicago, Illinois. Um, I Here's my question for you. Twofold. Number one, what actor would star in your autobiography? And number two, what would your, the name of your autobiography be called? Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> oh my god sweetest human alive gotta love megan man she's the best um it's funny enough like four people had that same question similar because they're like yeah listen to the last uh the last episode movie script who would play you guys in a thing oh, and i'm man. like wow i like i felt so bad i had to, like text people like hey love that you called hate that i have to ask you that <laughs> something else <laughs> so i uh, appreciate everybody who did that for me uh but megan was the first one to do that so Jimmy, who would play you? That's super easy. Chris Hemsworth. We look so much alike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, like, so super weird. Two days ago, I was asked this question just mm. at work. Mm. And um, 
Well, I kind of started it because we were super slow at the deli, and I asked these, like, 19... Like, I work with, like, a lot of 19-year-old girls. Okay. And I was like, if you guys had to, like, choose people to play yourselves in movies, who'd they pick? And they're all naming, like, these people, these beautiful people, like, whatever. They're like, Jim, who do you think would play us? And I and there's two of them. And I'm like, you, Danny DeVito, and you, we would repurpose the E.T. costume. <laughs> and wow. We're just, we're just laughing. It was a joke. Um... What did they say about you? Or what did you say about yourself? So, I'm easy. Um, Seth Rogen. Really? Yeah. I think Seth Rogen. Or I he loves Seth Rogen. I do, too. Or Seth like, Rogen is... A, I think Seth Rogen is highly underrated. I think so, too. Because so, I think he's so cool because he, like, makes movies with his, his friends. He just has fun, man. He just has fun. They're good movies. Oh, God damn. Okay. Um, more champagne. I love how it smokes. Uh-oh. You're good. Oh, yeah, we're good. Um, either... Either Seth Rogen would play me my autobiography or, like, a Parks and Rec era Chris Pratt. Hmm. Chris I, Pratt's good. I've been told I'm Andy-esque. Yeah. Lovable. Goofball. Kind of stupid. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what about you, dude? This is a little funny. Um, I just love him so much. I think Joaquin Phoenix should play me. Oh, my God, dude. I... He could do anything, but I was I'd be curious if he could like nail my humor, which he is a can. little I don't think he can. Joaquin Phoenix always plays like they're not aw- always though. Name one where he's like not like awkward like awkward negative or negative awkward. You know what I'm saying? Like uh give me a sec. Fucking Johnny Cash, bro. Walk the line. Negative. Awkward. Negative. He's negative though. Drug problem, terrible to his wife. He's out. He's awful. And you see inherent vice. No. Smokes pot, solves crime really badly because it's funny. Is he negative? No. All right. Well, I don't know. I'm going off of. I'm going off of fucking um, uh, gladiator. Um, yeah. <laughs> walk the line. Her and Joker. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad run. No, dude. Walking Phoenix is awesome. Okay. I I thought for sure you'd pick uh, Kit Harrington. Harrington, he is the most not funny person ever, dude. False. Have you ever seen that thing about the tennis? Yeah, I thought it was just okay. I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was just okay. I love that. I thought he was funny in that. I thought he did a good job. Hmm. Let us know if you agree or not agree. So, who would you have play me if you got to pick? Um, I think Seth Rogen was on my list. Okay. All I right. was gonna say like John C. Riley, but like Boogie Nights, John C. Riley. Okay. Like a smarter, sharper John C. Riley, not, n- not like stepbrothers John C. Riley. Okay. Uh, you ever see Boogie Nights? No. Dude, wow. I know. No, I know. John C. Riley is like amazing. Um. Yeah, that's just me. Um. Okay. Part two of that question: What would you name your autobiography, your film about you, whatever? Okay. Um. I should really hit the gym. The story about Jim. <laughs> Is it spelled J-I-M or J-Y-M? No, it's, it's all J-I-M. <laughs> I should really hit the gym. A story about Jim. Um, uh, mine would be called... Like... That's <laughs> <laughs> <My> stupid. <laughs> I should really hit the gym. A story about Jim. <laughs> is, it a do- is it a documentary about the histories of gyms? I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. I think mine would be called, like, 
laughing at your own jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> laughing at your own jokes. The Pet Egan story. Pancakes and problems. Oh, dude, we never done that. We should do that soon. Fuck, we could have done it today. We could um, have done it today. But pancakes and problems. Honestly, not to be weird, I would on like if we were to like so if the documentary would have ended or the, the documentary, documentary. <laughs> oh god that would be like worse. The auto don't need anybody to play us. Yeah, <laughs> we are our own actors. I would I, honestly, I would call it mouth breather. At the end of the day, yeah, like it would, it would, it would definitely start of like September thirtieth. Okay, and then like it'd be like I'll be having fun at the, at the show I was at. And then, like, it would start with the car accident. So, like, we are just, like, in the fucking thick of it. And then, yeah. and then like, it would be really, really bad for a while. And then it would... <laughs> <laughs> but then it would pick up. And then it would, yeah, like... Yeah, and then flashback to when you were a kid and your parents got divorced. Like, it couldn't possibly get worse. <laughs> How can it get worse? <laughs> <laughs> then both my grandparents died in the same year. <laughs> Oh, but then I was hit by a car, and then my heart got broken. Only only a year and, <laughs> and a half I, later. <laughs> then I just kind of got really depressed. Yeah, and dated somebody who didn't give a shit about me. Yeah, she claimed that she didn't like like anyone, and then I broke up with her. Then she ran over with another man two weeks later. Yeah. Oh man, and you caught her, and she still lied to you. You're yeah. Like, Are you seeing that guy? No. Yes. Yeah. But then so. it would pick up where we started the podcast and everything got a lot better. Yeah, but you're doing great now, right? I'm actually doing way better than I have been in a long time. That's good. The deli's actually making me strong. <laughs> Jim Deliman. That would be the name. <laughs> Let's do this question. Wait, you didn't answer your own question. What I did. You? Oh. Twice. Twice. Okay. Here. Let's do Thanks, this. Thanks, Megan. Thanks, Megan. You're the best. Here we go. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Pat. This is Pat Dog here. Um, I live in Tilton. I just want to start off by saying uh, thanks for continuing the podcast. One thing that I've really taken for granted is just hanging with my pals and shooting the shit and drinking a beer. But listening to the podcast kind of helped fill that void a little bit. Um, I have a question for you guys. Um, shout out to Allie. She came up with this one. Uh, which Looney Tunes from Space Jam do you personally relate to and why? All right. Take care, guys, and pot on. All right. Which Looney Tunes character do you identify with from space jam this is easy for me this is easy for me too what's yours daffy duck really yeah i was not expecting that what are you expecting i don't know man like <clears throat> sorry orange juice throat um i'm trying to think like for you um lola bunny uh no uh... <laughs> shut up um, no 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 I'm trying to think. Let me, let Not Daffy. Think. Daffy's unlikable. Not true. Daffy is empathetic. No, he's not. No one likes him. I love Daffy Duck, dude. He's great. Okay, so like, why why Daffy? Because uh, there's a line he says that I just like, I still say to this day, and people look at me like, huh? There's maybe one person every two years who's like, oh, dude, Space Jam, nice. Because uh, he gets crushed. Crushed by one of those Monstars. Yeah. And he goes, he's just delirious, and he's like, <laughs> having probably like a stroke. And he's like, but mommy, I don't want to go to school today. <laughs> yeah. I want to stay home and with bake cookies with you. <laughs> I say that when I don't want to do something. Dude. And people are like, that is, huh? That is so funny. <laughs> so I like Daffy Duck, man. And it dude, gut check time? Are you kidding me? Yeah, gut check time. He's a hero. 
Um, Who do you identify with? Michael Jordan? Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm such, such hops. Um, no, I was I was going to say Taz. Taz? Taz. Taz? Yeah. Taz doesn't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like wacky and he's crazy. I think Space Jam is still awesome. It is still a good movie. I come up with a better fucking answer. I'm really trying to. I'm trying to think of all the Looney Tunes Except right now. Except for you don't like the R. Kelly song at the end. Yeah, I'm Yikes. saying. Yikes. Yeah. But the Seal, dude. Seal is great. Seal is good. Bill Murray. He's like the could have been me. <laughs> he's like. I like, relate most of Bill Murray in that movie. Um, it is alive. <laughs> <laughs> dude, why can't I think of any of these fuckers? What um, about um, Elmer Fudd, dude? Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Elmer Fudd's awesome. No, he's not. Why do you love all the? You love like the Elmer, villains. It's not. No, it's about like the character, dude. It's like imagine. Okay, this is a funny bit. Imagine Elmer Fudd singing like '90s lyrics. I hurt myself today. <laughs> like I imagine, like a now, like now it's Elmer Fudd, like those CDs, and he like With sings dear like guns, zombies. <laughs> I can't do an Elmer Fudd. Like yeah, uh. I said maybe gonna be the one that saves me. I, I can't. And wait, and after a while, you're, you're my wonder, wonder wall. <laughs> Do you don't think that's fucking hilarious? That's fucking awesome, dude. Elmer Fudd's hilarious. Underrated. Underrated, dude. I'm gonna. Bugs Bunny is the obvious answer because Bugs no, Bunny is cool. Yeah, he's the coolest. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with Taz. I'm gonna stick with Taz. All right. Well, there I you like. Go. I like Taz. No, thank you, Allie and Pep Dog. You guys are the best. We love you. We thank still you. have your mugs on the shelf, dude. The, they're right the, here. The, uh, the I mouth see breather, them. yeah, they're great. We really appreciate those. Those are the coolest. All right, next question. Hey, Pat and Jim, this is Emily and Allison. Yoo-hoo. Our question for you is: If you are on a desert island, stranded, and you can only bring one food item to live for the rest of your life, what would you bring and why? We love you. Bye. Bye. All these girls are doing They sound so similar So that's Emily and Allison Parker (laughs) I feel like Um, I was listening in stereo (laughs) (laughs) They're the best Um, They're so awesome I was also thinking like how cool is it that like all these girls are calling my number Like 14 year old Pat would be like this is cool Yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm glad that uh, You know it's not just a bunch of dudes calling me It's great Uh, Anyway So this question I was thinking about, because I was like, oh, like, what meal? But it's like one food item. What food item? Yeah. I would have to say, I don't fucking know, dude. Like, Pop-Tarts? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh, God. what by, food by the, by the end, of, By the end of this whole thing, you get rescued. You're going to gain, like, 85 fucking pounds. Well, it's like, pounds. let's think about it. Maybe you got fish. Maybe there's, like, some fruits on the island. Yeah. So you have fish and fruits are covered. Yeah. What would you want, dude? Oh, man. Fuck, Brad. You don't want to get fat on an island. No. People do that now. <laughs> it's called tourism. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Welcome to the Florida Keys, bitch. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Key One, Lime Cove or whatever. No, what's the place called in Florida that like people go to buy Florida t-shirts Key. at? Florida Keys. No, no, no. It's like a fucking place. Disney? So it starts with a P or a K? I don't know. Old people live there. Oh, man, damn it. Let me know. Tweet at me. <laughs> Do it. Um, no. Um, all right. One food item. Damn. One food item. That's I would say rough. like. But you have it for the whole time you're on the island. 
Gotta be something I can't be sick of. Like olive oil? Like help you cook? You see, no, here's the thing. You don't have any pans, so why would you have olive oil? But you could probably make a... Sh- make sh- you're a smart guy. You can make a shift of no, pan. No, I'm on Sticks an island. Sticks and fucking clay, bro? I don't know. No, um... <laughs> just cattle? Like, I was just about to, I was actually gonna say, like, a live animal <laughs> that I just always have. I don't know. I would probably say... I could probably eat fish. You'd probably get gout, but... Why would you get gout? A lot of fish, man. A lot of mercury. Oh. You ever get gout? My dad no. got gout at Summerfest. It was very painful for him. Yeah, no, people think, <laughs> people think I constantly have gout. My but... dad got gout, and he was in Milwaukee, the opposite of an island. <laughs> what did your dad do? Um, I I don't know. I would. This is hard. I'm just going to cave. I'm going to say Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Pop-Tarts. I'm trying to. No, honestly, peanut butter. I'll do peanut butter. That's a really fucking good answer. Because peanut butter, you can, like, slap that on anything. It'll taste fucking... You could put that on fucking leaves. It'll taste good. Yeah. I put tr- fucking peanut butter on my fucking salad. I try... <laughs> I try... Fuck. Honestly, like, and it, this would just make me... Wait, all right, so wait, what is on the island again? I mean, I just assume you could... If you could... You could probably find fish. Fish it is... It would be a, hard to get fish, because I'm not a good fisherman. Dude, fish is definitely a thing. You could probably get away with, like, oh, there's probably maybe some all berries right. or fruits on the island. Okay, no, because... It's going to be a bountiful island. No, I, I'm going to say that there are. You have coconuts on the island. I'm just saying, like, you're probably not going to want to bring apples to the island. You know, there's probably fruit there. What's something that you want to bring to the island you have limited supply of, but it's one fucking thing? Beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Fuck. This is this is hard. It is a little hard. It it's is harder difficult. Than I thought. It, yeah. This is hard. This is just like the last one where we did like the top rock and roll American rock and roll bands where mm. me and you like literally sat here for like 30 minutes talking about this. Um, I'm going to say, all right, I'm trying to think something that is high in protein that will keep me, keep me good. Okay. You know, and something that will fill me up. So I don't have to keep coming back. Right. Honestly, like to deter me from eating so much of it. And we said it kind of earlier. I'm going to say spam. Ew, what? Because, Spam? Because it's there if I need it, and, but it'll drive me to do better things because that that's like rock bottom. Rock bottom is physically right there, and it's a bunch of spam. I'm a little surprised. I was going to say fish tacos, but then you're like, but fish is there. Right. And then okay. you're like, you can't have bread. I'm like, there goes the tortillas. No, I mean, I just personally probably wouldn't. We want to eat a bunch of bread on an island. Have the bread sweats. Are you kidding me? The bread sweats? You ever get the bread sweats? No. Neither have I, but I don't want to. <laughs> I've only heard of them. Sorry. Um, oh, dude, wait. No, pretzels. Pretzels. I want pretzels. I like pretzels. Pretzels are fun. I want pretzels. What kind of pretzels? Snack like goldenrod pretzels, or do you want like the soft doughy pretzels? No, I want like the the classic, the classic gold golden whatever pretzels. The, the, okay. the stereotypical little snackies. All right. Yeah, that's from... There you go, guys. Peanut butter and pretzels. pretzels. Good combo if we both get trained together. the same <laughs> island, yeah. Uh, thank you, uh, Austin and Emily. All right, next call. Hey, this is Jacob from Ale of Hills, Illinois. I just had a quick question for you guys and thought I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Where during this COVID-19 thing, we have all of these schools closing down. And just today, Pritzker said that face-to-face learning has been cut out for the rest of the semester. So what are your guys' thoughts on this? You know, do you think e-learning is useful? Would you have preferred e-learning when you were in high school? You know, 
elaborate. Looking forward to hearing from you. Have a good one. So I have no fucking clue who this is. I know who this is. Oh, do you? Is yes. somebody you know? So this is my old co I shouldn't say old because I still technically kind of work there, but this is from the suit shop in Orland Park. And um, so, uh, Jacob, thank you for calling. Thanks, buddy. S- super cool of you. Um, so, is it Jacob or Jacob? Uh, Jacob. <laughs> oh, my name Jacob. Um, Very tribal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, so Jacob is actually, he he's a teacher. I'm not going to say which school. Why not? And um, oh. so, so anyway, um, so e-learning, actually, I didn't know that. So we got a little news, you know, in our podcast now. I guess we're like CNN now. Um, <laughs> but e-learning, like, okay, so do you want to start? Yeah, I do want to start because so Megan teaches on Zoom. She says it sucks. Mm-hmm. Danny Kane teaches on zoom he's like yeah i've been in here for 20 minutes no kids are here (laughs) you know dude i would okay i guess uh at the end of high school and definitely like really through college you you had to do like online learning so like that means i would read the book online i took online classes never saw my teacher ever yeah kind of situation never met my classmates did that a few times and then even when i was in the classroom a lot of shit you had to turn in online, do online, read this online in our, whether it was Blackboard or yeah. whatever the hell it was when I got to Columbia. But I think, yeah, technology is only helping it. Skyping the teacher with all of the other students, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. that's It's weird. Dude, I love to space out during class sometimes. Can you imagine like looking at a computer screen? I get I space out when I'm talking to my dumb friends, like on Zoom. <laughs> like I can't imagine running and being in charge of like 32 either children, high schoolers, college students. Like college students, maybe the Skype but, like, thing. Like, is, children. The Skype thing is like, oh, hey, it's a weird, like, oh, they're like the school shut down for like well, there was a threat. It's like a there was like a threat, so we're doing this from home. We're doing yeah. these projects. We got to present them. Got to get the grades in one day out of the weird semester it was to do it for a month and a half dude i feel bad for the teachers man yeah. no i don't know i don't think that's the move unfortunately i don't have a better solution i don't have a solution i just don't think if yeah. i was in school i'd be like i had to do this fucking weird ass skype call with 30 other people that i kind of know and my teacher yeah not a fan that's my stance so i agree um i think it's We've been teaching the same, relatively the same way, the same form, like in formula of teaching has not really changed since the beginning of teaching. Side note. This is a huge side note. Wouldn't you love to see like a history book of what the kids are reading now? Now that like the the culture has changed so much. Me and you reading books from the fucking 90s back in like high school, basically. Well, I kind of, you know, I'm a little curious, but that's just my thought. Yeah. Sorry. No, yeah, like the PC culture is like. Yeah. They take and hold. I yeah. agree. That'd be yeah. It'd be interesting to see what the history books say now. There are definitely a couple of history books when I was in high school or even like uh, grammar school or junior high where they're like, um, yes, yeah, so we're gonna skip that part really quick because like, yeah, read about these race riots in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, I'm it's just weird. saying, didn't know about that until this year. Kind of nuts. Yeah, for anyway. sure. Eh. Um, but we've been teaching the same way forever, where you all gather. Because at the end of the day, like humans are just very social creatures, and like we all 
we all kind of go off of each other, but we have to be there. We have to be in person. That's why a perfect example is like um, there's a difference between going out with your friends, sitting at a bar, talking to your five friends, and then having a Zoom call with your five friends. Theoretically, on paper, you're doing the exact same thing. You're talking to your five friends, but because you're not there, you don't have the same feel of it because it's like that we were just we're just like bred to love this shit. We're yeah. well, I mean, I was talking to Pep. Well, she had a Snapchat. It was like, I really miss those like those like Saturday mornings, like about Friday nights. Like, hey, where did you go last night? Conversations. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Um, so teaching and learning has always been like a camaraderie between you and your classmates. There was like this, I don't know. There, there was like this, uh, this rally to learn. You know, because it's like you're with everyone. You know. Yeah. What's so fucking funny? (laughs) We're all here. We might as well learn stuff. (laughs) Well, and also classrooms are like built so there aren't a lot of distractions. Like, you know, like there's, I mean, you got the window, but like that's like about it. Dude, yeah, you're home with a refrigerator, with a TV. With like your DVDs are right there. Your DVDs in 2020. Your guitar (laughs) is right there. Like, dude, there's so many distractions where in the classroom, like there's a reason why it's built like that and the reason why... The walls are like the gross beige just because it's just like gross beige walls. Can we get in. gross beige? <laughs> Not just normal beige, but can gross I get, beige. Can I get 1997 beige on these walls? Can I have once white but not white anymore beige? <laughs> um, so, uh, and also like I feel bad because like perfect example, these people like designing these lecture halls, they're like taking like a scientific and sociological approach to like designing lecture halls. So like you have like the most attention, but also like the most like, uh, volume, you know, to like project yeah, to a room like of three hundred people. Dude. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. These teachers are like Motley Crue. Who's <laughs> <laughs> ready to fucking learn? <laughs> he comes out like with like a Motley Crue outfit. It's like, is that Mr. Garrison? Um, <laughs> yeah. But so anyway, um, can it be done? Yeah, of course. You can you can do e learning. It's it's doable. But I think like peak performance learning comes from being physically in the classroom yeah. with a teacher, mm. with classmates. So you can because learning from the teacher is one thing. Learning I've always learned that like when you are split up into groups, not for like a project, but just for like a quick assignment. If the person, if you don't understand something, the teacher explained it four times. But for some odd reason, if you go to your peer and they explain it to you, you grasp it a little faster. And then because it's your peer and they're talking a language that you can, because they're learning at the same time you are. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think at the end of the day, a classroom with a teacher, with your classmates is the best solution. I'm really sorry that people are going through this weird time. I yeah. got out of school at a, a at, great time, dude. At the last second, per use last year, yeah, that's crazy. Um, this time last year, you were getting ready to wrap up. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I've done a couple of e-learning classes. Uh, they were a little bizarre, but um, I think the only solution I could think of is like teachers trying to explain to the parents how to teach the lesson, and like the parents check in with the teacher, and then you do like a homeschool dynamic. Yeah, you know, Billie Eilish turned out great. She was homeschooled. Yeah, I mean, I think homeschool. <laughs> She's only making billions of dollars. Um, <laughs> More people should be probably homeschooled. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think that would be the only way because I don't think the computer is the solution. I think it can help. I don't think it's Oh, I solution. think it definitely enhances the learning experience, but it doesn't seem like a... It's not the end-all be-all. The uh, replacement. Yeah. Here. But that, Jacob, thank you for the awesome question. Thank you, buddy. Hope but to it's... see you in the tux department, buckaroo. Because <laughs> Jimmy works in... Oh.
<laughs> Great. <laughs> Here, before we start, can I can I pee? Yeah, of course. Wrapped up with that question. Uh yeah. So next. <laughs> All right, next. Oh yeah, this is uh Jack Shrimpleton. I'm uh out of the uh Chicago Ridge Worth Elsa Tri area. I was just this question's for Pat from the Heaton Hearts. Um I was wondering when you're out on the boat for um many hours when you come back on land if you find um you find your libido, if you find your uh, extra, uh, extraordinarily horny. Um, I've never, never worked a ship, so I just, that was my question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was too good not to put it no. in there. Um, that's Jack Doyle of American Grizzly. I just want to know. <laughs> he was on... He's an American Grizzly. He's a great guy. I have a simple question. <laughs> a curious question. No, uh, he was uh, on in season two with TJ. We talked about rivers a lot on that episode too. Yeah, we did. Uh, but he was. They were. We made jokes about like me being like how semen come back from sea. Like I fucked a manatee. <laughs> I need. I need a woman. Like he was asking about if my libido is up when I get off my work shift at the boat. After eight hours on the river. On a river with land surrounding me. Am I horny? Yeah, I am. <laughs> every day of every second. So, there you go. Thanks for the call, Jack. <laughs> um, appreciate you. <laughs> so this is uh, next next call. Hi, this is Mark Taylor from Oak Lawn. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I just wanted to know, how do you like your eggs? How do you wow. like your eggs, Jimmy? Wow, dude, really quick and to the point. <laughs> um, over easy. You know, I think it depends because... So like yesterday I made like a like a hash thing. I did I cut up pieces of bacon, threw some onions in there, then some green onions. Then I put a bed of potatoes on there, seasoned. Uh I also learned uh from watching the chef show, if you need you should season every part of the journey uh of your food. So see the potatoes, toss them, toss them in the pan, season them again. You know what I mean? You should season them every time. Every time you do something different, you fucking season your food. That's the difference between a great food and uh, sorry. That's the difference between good food, food and great food. That's the difference between great food and good food. That's the difference between great food and fucking. Oh my god, I want to fuck this food <laughs> with my balls. <laughs> yeah, with my balls and shaft. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I do <laughs> my eggs are. Uh, if I'm doing a skillet, they're scrambled. Otherwise, they're usually over easy. Over easy is the way. But to like, be. I like it so that over yolk isn't everywhere. Is the way to be easy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there you go, Mark. Uh, next call. Actually, this is from Mark again. Here we go. Hi, this is Mark Taylor again from Oak Lawn. Long time listener, second time caller. Um, I was wondering if you were able to play a game of croquet with a historical figure. Who would that be? Historical figure. Okay. Uh, never played croquet. Oh shit! Fuck! Jimmy got a text. Um, I if I had to play, I never played croquet, so I don't know how good I am. Is it a social thing? Are we trying to impress each other? I don't know. I would probably want to play uh, with Dave Chappelle. I think it would just be insane. It would be a memorable experience. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the scene. It's gonna be a private event. Mm-hmm. 
Like I took. Yeah, it's a private event. Who it's do a you, private event. Who do you run into? No, I know. I invited this person. You invited this person. Okay. Yeah, this historical figure. I invited them, and it's a private event. It's a, it's 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 just you know me and me and this person, and um, I'm going to choose Adolf Hitler. And I'm oh. and I'm just gonna be like uh, invited Adolf Hitler. Yeah, because I was because this is before or after he killed a bunch of Jews. Yeah. So yes, and um, mm. <laughs> so and like he's <laughs> he's gonna be like, oh, it's your turn. And then I'm just gonna be like, yeah, dude. So uh, yeah, um, can I call you Adolf? Um, hey, so uh, why'd you do it? And then like put him on the spot. Two chairs pull up, and then we're gonna be doing it like a fucking uh to catch a predator like scenario. Where he thinks it's like for fun and games, but really I want to get to the yeah. to the core dynamic. Right. This is a lot funnier in my but, head. But what, I thought okay, you'd be laughing. I guess my point is, did you invited this guy? Did you come together? No, absolutely not. We like did not. Say, we did not I drive was like, together. What do you talk about in the car ride? No, no, no. We, we did not drive together. Okay. Me, me and Hitler did not drive together. Okay. 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 Those are our answers. Next. Next call. Next call. Hey, Jim and Pat. It's Moss Four calling in. Um, first time calling in and uh my question is when we when i came on the podcast uh we had so much fun like kind of just sharing stories talking about how we've grown as people and um just following up for that i want to know about a time where you did something that was kind of out of character for you and kind of like a little bit about this story and what was the payoff? Did you grow from it? Are you kind of ashamed of it, embarrassed about it? Um, yeah. I want to know. All right, cool. Okay, bye. There you go. Thank you, Mel Spore, for coming in. Good friend of ours. Hmm. Out of character. Out of character experience. What was the story? Did you learn anything from it? Hmm. Do you have one? Yeah. Um... You know, we were actually talking about this a little bit before, before the podcast. I had to talk. To, I basically, you know, life happens. You grow apart from people. And sometimes people don't realize that. So I and I, we, we were talking just before the podcast about like, yeah, like, I guess I'm more upfront than Jimmy is, you know, to my dad. We were talking to my dad. That's like the key difference between Jimmy and I is I think I'm more upfront with people like. Even if, not that it would hurt people, but like, just like, oh, like, you know, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> he would yeah. probably take like, okay, yeah, that guy sucks, <laughs> you know, situation. Yeah. Um, This past year, I had to confront somebody um, and tell them that we weren't as close as he thought we were. Yeah. Because there was so much time... And life experience that had happened. And it was getting to the point where like, oh, this guy has all these expectations and not demands, but like definitely expectations of where he should be in the ring of Pat Egan. And it's just such a I felt bad because I had I had to be the one to like, hey, it's not like that at all. And I need you to know that I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm just telling you how it is. Just trying to be truthful with you. Yeah. And I like, you know, I, I don't like bullshitting with people. I'll tell you how I feel. Uh, but that's not that's not easy. It's almost like breaking up with a friend, you know? Yeah. And not like that I wanted to not talk to him ever again. But 
definitely like, dude, you're not going to be standing up in my wedding, you know? Yeah. Kind of situation. Like, we're not, you know, it's not the same. So I had to put that, I we had a, we had a long conversation and it sucks because I think he's a decent human being. Nice guy. I have no quarrel with him, but it's like, it's, you know, it's like, not, it's not, he didn't do anything wrong, but we're just not as close and he didn't know that. Yeah. So I had to like put that shit down like a fucking sick dog. Yeah. Not fun experience. Huh. That shit carries with you. Um, what did I learn? I don't know. Uh, just be, not that that's not out of character with me, but it was just an extreme version of what I do. Like I care, I think that's an extreme character trait of mine. You know, ex- extreme version of a character trait of mine. Yeah. And um, what I learned was I don't regret doing that, but um, I don't know. Maybe just being more forward, going forward. <laughs> um, that's I think the best I got. I don't know. I just I would I would like to if somebody was like, can you imagine going through li- like not life but an experience. That like people were talking behind your back, like man, he shouldn't be doing that, and then you, and then then you come to terms with it and you end it. Yeah. But they never told you. Hmm. I would be to me. Some people want that. They're like, oh, like I want to figure stuff out for myself. Why would you say that? For me, it's like, dude, I want you to like. What's your opinion about that? Yeah. Kind like, of, kind of, kind of like a let me know. Let me know. Kind of thing. Like yeah. I'll I take stuff into consideration and I form my own opinions based off what I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are people I choose to trust. So that's my whole thing. I try to do that with people because that's what I want. I want people to be like, Pat, I don't think you should be doing that. Yeah. So I tell people like, yo, dude, like maybe fucking cool with that. Or like, I don't think that's the best route. Hopefully you hear me. Hopefully people hear me out. Or people could tell me to shut the fuck up because, you know, it's none of my business. But it's my business if you want to fucking stand up in my wedding and be invited to stuff that like I do with my close friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is kind of your business. So uh, that's, I guess that happened in like last year and a half. So what about you, Jimmy? It's kind of loaded. Um, thanks, Mel. <laughs> um, Love you, Mel. <laughs> um, so the only thing that really comes to mind is like, I've gone through a lot of like character changes, like very big ones. Um, not to sound like a fucking broken record, but like, um, record store day. Yeah. Record store day. Yeah. 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 And, um, like, obviously like, you know, I was like this, I was really cool with the person that I was. Um, I, I like genuinely like loved myself when I was like in like high school and like before, and then the accident happened and then I started becoming like this person I didn't like anymore. And then, like, I, I viewed myself as, like, a in like a inferior version of, like, the person that I once was, even though, like, everyone is telling you, like, you're doing amazing things, like, blah, 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 doing, like, basic human things. But, like, it wasn't, like, enough for me. And then it wasn't until, like, maybe, like, a year and a half ago or two years ago where I started just being, like, you know, dude, you got to really, like, make another change. So you got, like, I don't know. It's not, like forcing the character change once more but like i i can't like you couldn't i don't know i can't keep doing what i was doing like i was just like being miserable i was depressed i was drinking way too much as i'm drinking champagne and orange (laughs) juice right now but like um no i was bad and then like so from like the years of like 2012 to like 2016 or 2017 i was 
kind of a shithead, like in my opinion, like I was not a good person, but like, um, I'm learning from it and I am now developing new things. I have like a new self-worth. I am working on all that stuff. And, um, for the first time in an extremely long time, I'm definitely more on the, uh, positive, like uphill kind of like scale of things rather than just being like totally just like in a valley, you know? Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't think you were a shithead. I just think people go through shit. Everybody goes through shit. Yeah. And that was a fucking valley and a half, dude. Yeah. People could take peaks and valleys. It's like, dude, there was a peak, but the valley was just fucking giant and deep. Yeah. And sometimes it takes time. It takes a certain thing to happen. And, you know, I talk about like, oh, like, Sometimes people want to just kind of come to terms with their own shit. Yeah. And sometimes it takes a while. For sure. You know, like I feel like I'm just coming out of like that. You know, it's also our age. You know, people are fucking finding themselves. Yeah. Like mid 20s is is kind of like, all right, who are you going to be as like, as a woman or as a man? You know, it's just like, like, who are you going to be? Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, and it's like, um, some days I have bad days, some days I have good days, you know, and, um, yeah, dude, it's just, um, it's, uh, it's a day by day thing. Sometimes I feel way better after I just go for a bike ride, you know? Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I'm not joking. What really, what the, the big things that happened with me that made me feel better about myself was when I, I broke up with my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. That was a big one. Mm-hmm. Like I felt better. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, bike riding and drinking less. I wasn't drinking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday anymore. I was just drinking on like Thursday. I was just drinking on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> like one day less. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, I was just drinking on honestly Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know. Yeah. Uh, or and, and whenever we did the podcast, <laughs> so <laughs> and when I was having a nice dinner and during the week, if, and if the sun <laughs> came out that day, I was like, "Let's party!" Um, no, but like drinking less, physical activity, and cutting people who make you feel toxic with a sword, with a sword, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I'm I'm working on it. It's slow. I wish it was faster. Um, but patience, my man. I know, but yeah, Mel. Deep Thank you question. for the deep question. Thank you for the deepness of that question. Back to uh, bullshit with Mark Taylor. Hi, this is Mark Taylor again from Oak Lawn. I was wondering if you could be an animal, what kind of animal would you like to be? Other than human, obviously. <laughs> you know, like animals that, that aren't us, you know, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, not us. <laughs> Do you know? With you? No. What animal would you? Not, oh, I know. I have animal. a couple of ideas, but like, what would you? Want I to got be? my number one. Bear. A bear. A bear. Fucking man-eating bear, dude. No, bears are vicious, dude. I want to be a grizzly bear in Colorado or Alaska, eating salmon all day. Being, being my bear self. Hanging out on a waterfall. Be yeah. Like, Isn't this fucking great? Yeah. <laughs> we can kill. Dude, I, I can kill anything I want. <laughs> um, Just say the word and I'll snap. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think um, 
I don't know. I like the uh, like whales are cool. <laughs> whales are the biggest fucking creatures on the earth. Dude, like masters of the ocean. They sing, they swim. Are we still talking about whales? No, whales are cool, except the oceans are fucked. So I'll choose a land animal as well. Um, I think a horse would be cool. Can you imagine like going 40 miles per hour, like running? I'm so fucking fast! <laughs> you know, I think yeah. that'd, be, that'd be cool. Horses are dope. Except like they sleep on their fucking knees. Except, but what if like you get captured by farmers and children must ride you all day long? Yeah, I guess that would die. suck. Be like a fucking police horse and just shit on the streets of parades. That'd actually be kind of fun. I'd do that anyway. <laughs> I'd do that anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I would say probably a fucking whale or a horse. The complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> whale horse coming this summer. This summer. All right. Uh, next call. Hey guys, this is Shay. Uh, first of all, thank you so, so, so much for still recording this with each other. It's been a real bright spot in my week, you know, with all this uh, quarantine dream going on. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, just want to say I love you guys and you're the best and thanks for making me laugh. Okay, I have a question for both of you. Uh, it's kind of a two-parter, both of you. Within the past year, what are you most proud of in yourself? And in each other, yeah, gas each other up a bit, toot your own horns, uh, toot each other's horns, and uh, okay. Thanks, guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> love y'all. Be well. And wash your hands. Wash those hands, baby. Those hands. Love. I love Shay, dude. Shay's Shay. one of those OG friends, man. Shay is, is a wonderful dude, and he also did a callback to his own episode. Yeah, his episode name in season one was Toot Thy Own Horn. Horn. So that's kind of he funny. I don't know horns. if he realized that or not. but uh... Zip. <laughs> anyway. Um... Uh, I'll start. So how do we... I'm proud of... I'll say what I'm proud of you of and what I'm proud of myself as, and then you say... No, you'll say what... what... You're proud of me, and I'll say what I'm proud of you, and then you're going to say what you're proud of yourself, and I'm going to say what I'm proud of myself. Tell me more, Daddy. No. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, I'm proud of you because uh, – so you graduated college, and for the first time in your life, um, you worked your fucking ass off. Not like – I guess you didn't work – like you always work your butt off. You're like a fucking good worker, and like you're dedicated to what you're doing at any given time. But you really, like, you picked up two jobs and this fucking podcast, and you still managed to bike up to hearts to just hang out and have a good time and celebrate yourself. And I know what that's like because I'm spread thin all the time. And I remember yeah. telling you, I'm like, dude, you're going to be, got to be careful, got to take care of yourself. If you're going to work that much, it's like a lot, you know, being yeah. like, it's like weird, dude. Like, I was talking, we were talking to Mike Rumchecks back in the summer about, like, dude, kids our age, kids, people our age have three jobs. Yeah. Isn't that just sacrilegious of like the American dream? Yeah, a little bit. It sucks. Or we can't afford jack shit. You can't afford jack shit and you have three jobs. So I know you're bustling bustling and hustling your ass. I don't think this is the end for you. I don't think this is like, oh, and then Jimmy worked three jobs for thirty years yeah, and right. retired. Yeah. I think it's just you're on the road, you're 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 grinding, you're hustling. But I I also think I've never seen you more happy. Yeah. Than when you were working at XRT, you're doing this podcast. Um, you have like self worth, like when you go out to these bars, people are like Jimmy Egan, mouth breather. The amount you know? of the amount of pot ons I get, 
is like yeah man fucking so awesome i'm very proud of you for that dude thank you yeah i am very proud of you um pad i'm proud of you because <laughs> even though dude your band was was uh was struggling a little bit mm-hmm. you was struggling you went through this not even like a minor hurdle it was a big it was a big deal where if this would happen to any other band they would possibly end but instead you like got your bearings you figured out a solution you had to do things that like weren't really like what you necessarily it wasn't the image that you thought of it acoustic shows three per, three people shows without percussion but you did anyway you just took what you had you did it anyway and you still are just chasing you're you're still living the dream and chasing for more which mm. is like that's always amazing yeah um super proud of you for that um and now dude it paid off you 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 open yourself up again a little bit to like the idea of having um like a new person in the band um you're making the right choices as to like how to go about it dude you're fucking killing it and yeah. it's fucking awesome thanks man um Dude, you got your fucking captain's license certificate. Yeah, if I could fucking use it, that'd be sick. Dude, but I'm still proud of you. <laughs> I, rem- I remember me and you, like, we would be doing the podcast, and I'd be like, if you want to hang out? You're like, nah, sorry, dude. I got to yeah, I gotta do a test tomorrow, or I got to go study. Like, you worked your fucking ass off, and you fucking did it. That's awesome. Um, and, dude, like, also, like, um, and if you want, I can edit this out. But, like, also just, like, the strides, I and this is going to be kind of weird, taking, like, the strides, like, with Megan. You know, yeah, like that was like huge for me because it's like I care about you a lot and I care about Megan a lot. And like you guys are finally coming going through like this normalcy kind of thing. And like, I love it. You yeah. know, because, no, it's fucking awesome. It's yeah. Big on my end of the thing, too. Is, yeah. Just like this is like here. Here we are. Take it or leave it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But please don't leave it, you know. Like, um, but yeah, like, don't I, I f- fucking judge me, please. Yeah, but like, that's fucking awesome. So yeah, those are just a, only a handful of things I am very proud of you about, and uh, I couldn't ask for a better best friend, brother, brother, cousin. Oh, you're the man, the man. Yeah, co-host, brother, cousin, cousin best friend, family member. We've seen each other's butts once. <laughs> <laughs> we did, dude. We used to, this is actually kind of fucking so funny. We used to, when we were kids, this is like right where puberty was happening. We would go to public pools at night. We would, night swimming. Mm-hmm. Shout out to R.E.M. Uh, we did a lot of night swimming. Night swimming was sick, dude. You're swimming at night. Yeah. we Get did the a, fuck out. It's we, the best. We did a ton of night swimming. No sunburn? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. White people love it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we would, <laughs> we would, we would, this is so fucking stupid. We would pull our pants down and show our butt cracks and be like, Hey, look, it's the discovery channel. Like the great white butt shark. <laughs> the great white butt And we would just do these things where we touch the bottom of the pool, but our ass would have to come out of the water. <laughs> and it was like, ew. Oh dude. Just like boys being boys. Oh, great um, question. Shay. I don't know. Shay, Good stuff, man. That was good shit. That was funny as fuck. Uh, next caller. Hey, Jim and Pat, it's Sarah. I'm from Chicago, and a random memory of Jim and I popped into my head. There was one night where we snuck out of our houses at 4 a.m. to go get pancakes at Huxin. So my question for both of you 
is what is the best late night food you've ever had and the story behind it. All right, thanks. Hope you're doing well in these hard times. Bye. Fucking awesome question because I love food. I, I know. Love, I love being drunk and eating food. I remember the day that she's talking about like it was yesterday. Really? Let's hear about it. Me and Sarah were both like, we were both like younger. I want to say we we're like 14 or 15 or 16, something like that. Mm. And like we just, we, we, we were just dating people. And um, the, the thing was like both these people broke up with us on the same day. And like, so me and Sarah, we called each other and we we're like, How's your day? She's like, it sucks. Like the so-and-so broke up with me. And I'm like, oh my God, so-and-so broke up with me today. And so we were both just like bitching and moaning about the whole fucking thing. And then I was like, you know what? And like, so not allowed, but like, I was like, I'm going to sneak out. We're going to sneak out. We're going to go get hook fins. And then we, I met her up and uh, we walked. So I walked to her house, which wasn't terribly far at the time. Um, but then we, we both walked to Huck Fins. We ate there super, like, uh, past curfew. Like, when you're that age, you can't be out that late. And then It's, like, illegal. It's illegal. <laughs> and then, um, you're a minor, dude. Yep. And we were just, like, walking around super late at night. And then um, we got Huck Fins. And then we were just talking about just, like, life and romance and whatever. Just, like, you know, just, like, teenage stuff. Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, whatever. And then we walked back. And, like, the sun was coming up, and, like, we were both just full of pancakes. And then, like, um, it was awesome. It was honestly – it's honestly one of those memories I'll never forget because it was just, like – it was just so much fun. And it was it, – it had all the elements. It had heartbreak, teenage rebellion. And- <laughs> I thought you were going to say it had heartbreak. It had heartburn. It's <laughs> the food. <laughs> heartbreak, heartburn. And heartbreak. Um, <laughs> no, but like it, it, and it had like a little teenage rebellion on, on sprinkle on top because we're not supposed to be doing that. Um, yeah, Sarah, very, miss you, miss you dearly. Yeah, you're very awesome. Of age. I yeah. love that stuff. Uh, yeah, I miss her too. I haven't seen her in fucking years. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, she's dude. She's killing it. She, I see the outfits that she's making on Instagram and stuff. And she's like, a fashion designer. Right? Hell fucking yeah, she yeah, is. Awesome. She's fucking awesome. It's great. Um, but so late night food. So I feel like diner food is covered. I'm a skillet guy. Like, I'm an eggs, potato, bacon guy. Like, if I'm drunk, I want to eat that. I like pancakes, but I like homemade pancakes better. That's my take on diner food. Late night food. <sighs> let's give it Let's give it up. Let's give it up. I mean, like, come on. Let's do... Uh, El Gallo always has a special place in my heart because it's always been in my life. We went from, let's go to there after mass on Sundays to, like, we're here at 3 a.m. with my best buddies. And the wait, dude, the waiters and the waitresses know me. Mi amor. Oh, my love. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're the best. They're the nicest people ever. That was the last place we went to before the quarantine hit. Like, it was literally like they closed the bars and restaurants that afternoon. Like, we should probably go to El Gallo one last time. And we did. March 15th. Yeah. Amazing. So good. Uh, the burritos there, the tostadas. Oh, my fucking God. The, the tacos. The, the tostadas. Oh, my fucking gatas. <laughs> Dude, the tostadas, you got to fucking gatas, bro. No, they're so good. Oh, my God. Everything on that menu is delicious. That's just my personal favorite uh, Mexican place. I'll give a shout out, though, dude. Um, you ever do, like, you ever been out of Illinois, out of the South Side, and you do a food truck late night thing? No. I was in Austin, Texas. I'm wearing my, S- my South by Southwest shirt right now. Uh, dude. Dave Garza, shout out to you, buddy. 
cousin of ours. You uh, told me about samosas, dude. Little Indian pouches of goodness. <laughs> it's like potatoes, lentils, chicken. Like you could put any. It's like empanadas, but it's like the Indian version of that. Okay. You take like you dip it. Oh my god, dude, nuts. Those are so good. Food truck of that. I had a food truck of like any kind of taco, like Tex-Mex thing. So good. Um, shout out to Domino's on our Armitage in California for the garlic knots and <laughs> what for the garlic knots and you pizza. Go, man. You go from this like fucking like interesting cuisine to be like, I know and to really just quick shitty fucking really quick. I gotta say it. Domino's, <laughs> you—they're always open, man. It was funny. They had their like—they were working New Year's Eve this past year. Yeah, open another one. We've drinking two bottles of champagne. We're doing one more, cause fuck it. Where are we at with time? Um, an hour and a half. We're doing fine. We're almost done. Yeah, we're fine. We have a few more. Um, the uh, they were open. They had like their kids, cause like they were working their ass off. They had their kids in there watching off the iPad, watching Netflix off the iPad. Gotta respect the Domino's workers, man. They fold do. fold them boxes. Uh, do you really do it? Not. <laughs> 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 oh my god! And then also, let's. The, I don't know about you guys. Tweet tweet at me or message me on Instagram. Fucking text me. Call my house phone. It doesn't exist anymore. Kiss me on the <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Let me know when we're in public next time. But Mister Sub. Yo. In Beverly Yo. is the only place I know of to A, stay open as late as it does, which is like three or fucking four in the morning, almost as late as the 5 a.m. bar around here. And then also, you can go up to the drive through order your sandwich, pay them without a car, just fucking walk up like a, del- like a delinquent. Like a like a Neanderthal, a morning rebel. I don't know what you fucking call it, dude. You just walk up with your fucking, your fucking cash, your shorts, your fucking change jar, dude. <laughs> they will take your fucking money. I don't get it. Anywhere else, you go to McDonald's, you go to fucking anywhere else with a drive-through. Sir, sir, you need to have you need to have a fucking car. You need to have a fucking car to uh, <laughs> get food, dude. Mister Sub, hey man. Can I get a <laughs> turkey with bacon? Like, yeah, that'll be five sixty six. Yeah, eight seventy six. All right. And you just walk up and get it. And what pay drink? Them. <laughs> yeah. What? What do you want to drink? Is that it? Is that it? Uh, dude. dude, that's the most insane thing. That's like just like how Southside Chicago is probably the only place in the United States that does block parties. Mr. Sub is probably the only place in the United States where you. Uh, please let me know because I want to go there. Because the food's probably. Dope, because that's probably the best place to get a sub when you're fucking shit-faced. Yeah, I agree. Just saying. You know it's a late night when you've been out, you're drunk, and you're like, all right, I want to get some food. And I'm like, what time is that? I don't even know. And then like you go up to Mr. Sub, and you're like, you, you walk up to the drive-thru, and you're like, hello, and then like it's closed. That's, that's, that's how you know you've been out for fucking too long, because that means you, you're outliving the sub now you're you're, you're living the sub you're above the sub now you're above the, the sub. sub why don't you let me open that yeah about to say because you, you opened it last you time don't like the way fucking, i open it i don't it's scary dude i like the pizzazz like the theatrics you're gonna be a star see that's no fun 
but it's safe and we can just drink it quicker. So for me, late night food. Are yeah, you done? Are you done, I, buddy? Uh, let me think. Yeah, I'm done. Um, I'm like, if I'm gonna eat, we're gonna we're going diner. We're going Subway sandwich, or Subway sandwich. I just mean sandwich, or we're going Mexican. That's like if we're yeah. doing late night. Like that Domino's pizza is like once a year thing. The garlic knots shouts for sure. But uh, that's that's my take. What are your takes, Jimmy? Um, I'm imagining for some like I, I like the the, the headspace you're in because you're imagining late night food as in like shit's still open. I'm a, yeah. Jesus. Do you want some fucking orange juice with your champagne? No, dude. Orange juice has all the sugar. We but, have the half cow. Half cow or OJ? I bought that because I remember last week you were like, I don't know if I want to drink all this. <laughs> Can I have some OJ? <laughs> Juice, not Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's a difference! <laughs> yeah, he totally did it. He's so <laughs> Dude, hot take. Uh, you know, and Sarah, thank you for bringing this up. Uh, OJ Simpson definitely did it. I agree. <laughs> Tweet at Sarah if you also. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> do not do that. Um, Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, here you go, buddy. Uh, <laughs> tossing a gallon over expensive equipment. Um, Tropicana 50. <laughs> when I turn 50, that's the only beverage I want at my party is Tropicana 50. Um, We're talking about brands. Orange juice, Tropicana is the way to go. I'm just saying. Sponsor us. Um, <laughs> so I will say this. Um. You're thinking about, like, you're going out for food. Well, it's like it's like the last thing to do before you go back home. I'm thinking I'm already home. No. So if I'm at home and if I, if I had a magical fridge, but all the places I talked about, you can go to, pick it up, and go home. I agree. Or you can fucking just hang out outside it, or you can go home. You could sit inside if you want. Um, that's my take. But no, for sure. For me, it's. I have a magical fridge and it's late at night and I get to a like, magician fridge. <laughs> Hello! Hello! Welcome to the fridge! I need an assistant. <laughs> you hungry fat person. <laughs> Me? Jimmy Egan? <laughs> I'm the only one in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> so um if I could open up this fridge and there's anything in there, late night, number one food. Are you ready for this? Are you all ready for this? Anyway, um, so number one late night food, I'm gonna go with cold Baracos pizza. Cold. Cold. So you Baracos had you, so pizza. Let me get this straight. You and your family ordered it on Thursday. It's Friday. It's Friday or Saturday. Now. Yeah, yeah. Like you get home from the bar from fucking. Heart bakers Solo. from Hearts, from Riley's, whatever. And you you walk home. You're like, hey, guys, I'm just going to go home because I got fucking food at home. Yeah. <laughs> save the dough for some more. Save the dough so for some more. And you go in. You're like, I got that fucking cardboard box shoved in the fucking Fuck fridge. Yeah. Doesn't fit in the fridge, but you make it Hardly fit. fits in the fridge, yeah. Dude. Sitting on the edge. You don't even warm it up. You just fucking. You just eat it. That's the cool thing about pizza, dude. It's Cold You pizza. can eat it at any temperature. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. I've I, done every temperature you I can like think of. I like it cold. I like it fucking frozen. <laughs> You're just eating jags. I like ice cubes in my pizza. <laughs> no, but cold Baracco's pizza is my favorite late night food. It's the best. Because like, here's the thing. I've had cold Little Caesars. 
That shit's kind of fucking gross, well, actually. Well, what's cool about Brocco's, it's literally open 24-7. Carryout is open 24-7. That was before the pandemic. Yet I choose to eat it cold, even though I have all the capabilities of getting it hot. I'm just saying, if you want to get a slice of pizza, let me tell you something. They give you two slices for one. Dude, it's good. The that singular slice. basically fucking stealing. That's like a secret. That is so much fucking pizza. It's a lot. All you Northsiders, come down to Baracos because I have a, actually I have a sweatshirt that says Baracos is pizza is Baracos. Never worked there, but I appreciate the business so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> you uh, need to check that shit out. All right. I'm what so a great sorry. question. Yeah. No. It's, oh, Jimmy's got a pee gun. I thought. And we're back from pissing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to pee so bad. We we a sword fighted. We did. Is sword fight it a word? Sword fought. We sword fighted in the fucking bathroom. I fighted him at the bike crack. That's great, eight-year-old Pat. Yeah. Please sit down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got about five more calls. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who's called. Seriously, thank if, you. If you're still listening, I'm impressed because we've rambled a lot. We did. And we're on a, bottle, a third bottle oh, of Corbell. I keep smacking my lips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next call. Next call. Hey, Jimmy Pat from the Mouth Reader Podcast. This is John from uh, good old checking in from Crystal Lake, Illinois. Uh, I got a question on the statement for you guys. So me and my wife are finally buying a first house. So in spite of that and for celebration, I got a question for you guys. Let's say that you're buying a house. What's one thing that is a non-negotiable for you guys? Like when you're buying a house, what is the one thing that you want in there? Thanks for the questions and thanks for all the enjoyment of the podcast, guys. Keep on rocking and as always, hot on. Fuck yeah! I fucking love John, dude. That's like he's like a college buddy. Yeah, he was like probably because Columbia is so weird with you when you when you. Uh, commute yeah he was like one of the like immediately i met this guy i was like dude this guy's the man he's the kind of guy where you meet in college like what are your classes next year like we should get in the same classes again it's like a high school approach of things but in college but that means you made yeah. a friend no john john's a fucking good guy dude john you're cool yeah i don't know if he, I ever uh, we, no we shot him out uh either last episode or the episode before that he really appreciated it he's the fucking guy oh is he the guy that thought it was hilarious that uncle john had to bury you <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, don't think he's heard that episode because he's still <laughs> treating me like he always has. Um, <laughs> we're on week three. Yeah, I know. You um, really made fun of him on the airwaves and he is down. Like four, <laughs> like four times. I don't know. We're in quarantine. Um, so John's question, or uh, John Roman's question, not my dad, John, but John Roman, uh, he asked, if you were moving into a house, what's like a non like? Non-negotiable. This is like a fucking deal breaker with your significant other. Yeah. Like, you need to have this in your house. Yeah. What is it? Sex swing. What? No. I'm Wait, just what, jo- what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm joking. I, I said sex swing. Um, Like a built-in. I heard um, you. Yeah. I heard you. Yeah. Everybody in the fucking internet heard Hi, you. everyone. <laughs> Billions of people. Sex, sex swings. Um, Mott's apple juice. <laughs> um, no, um, remember Red's Apple Ale? Of course. Know, that's gross. Gross. Red um, Apple, yeah, that fucking bullshit. I've no, I haven't seen anyone you know drink it. You know what's like it? super dumb is Dad's Root Beer? Yeah. 
That's Get the dumb. fuck out of here fuck for drinking you. that. You fuck are a fucking you. you are a fucking ant fuck if you drink you. that. Fuck, side note, huge fuck, side note. Fuck you. Let's get back to the question. Anyway, um, <laughs> in all honesty, um, well, we're peaking like motherfuckers. Um, it's whatever. Um, a non-negotiable thing for me to have in a house. Um, like I don't want to be basic. I'm I'm gonna assume. All right, I would love me a big old front porch. Love a front porch. Love a place to if, sit outside. If I could be greedy, a wraparound porch. Yeah, that would dope. be. That's oh, great. That'd be really solid. Um, one other thing, basement. I like a basement. Gotta have a basement. I also appreciate a basement with somebody's dad as a carpenter who like redoes the basement. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, totally. A lot, a lot of nice woods. You know. Yeah, for a lot of nice <laughs> woods. Um, I always appreciated that detachable garage. Yeah. I don't want my garage attached to the house. It's stupid. It's uh. You probably got a, a steep driveway. It's just, unsafe just, just for just grandma. Just another room. Just another room. Yeah. For me, it's kind of like more obscure and stupid as fuck and like hipster shit. I, I'm a big fan of exposed brick. Okay. For one wall in the house, it'd be cool to like have exposed brick with like a neon sign on it. It's not, it's not a bad idea. Welcome to the goody room, you know? <laughs> Welcome to my dojo. Or yeah, that's kind of a joke, but I do like exposed brick. That's like a that's like a bonus thing. Oh, dude, hardwood floors though. Hardwood hardwood floors and hardwood. rugs, like a like a and a nice rug. I like a big area rug though. Yeah, not one that covers the perimeter. Like a big Lebowski kind of rug. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I honestly, I've talked to Megan about this. I love a we love a red door. Yeah. The Irish door of welcome. It's like a Irish thing to have a red door as your front door. That's kind of cool. I yeah, never, I think never that's fucking that. dope. Yeah, it's nuts, right? You know what? And I and I just thought of this. Um, a deal breaker if it does have it, and I will not take the house. Two things, kind of very similar. Hmm. It involves this the floor, and the toilet, of this house. If there is carpet in the bathroom and carpet on the toilet seat, hmm. I'm fucking out. Yeah, get the fuck. What are you? What? Have you never seen that? No. Dude, get tile. You, get tile, dude. No. You're gonna throw up drunk in your bathroom. Don't get carpet. Bro, there are some people who think, and who they're think, wrong. And they're wrong, by the way. Who think that it is appropriate for human society in today's age to have carpeted bathrooms? It's so weird. Fucking gross. So weird. If I want to take a shit on the floor in the comfort of my own home, not on a carpet, sir. Yeah, don't do it. No, at least towel's easy to clean up. Don't do that. No, but uh, uh, for me, for sure, wrap around porch, basement. Porch is huge. Porch is a special. The shout porch. Out. Is, the porch is probably the biggest one. I also like a yard. But I was like assuming if you're getting a house, most houses have a yard. You're living in a very but strange like, house if you don't have a yard. Um, I guess. I like, you know... Like, a yard with grass. Uh, what is a yard without grass? I know plenty of people... A fucking... That's what, it's called a fucking joke, dude. Dude, I... have actually been at one house without a yard. It was the saddest thing. It was gravel. It was gravel. Gravel and, like, concrete. It's like I sh- it was like I shouldn't be here vibes. Mm-hmm. Like the end of Boogie Nights vibes and they're buying drugs. And Mark Wahlberg's like, what am I doing? Yeah, I've never seen the movie once again, so I've never... Gotta go do that. But... It's not the end of the movie, but it's close to the end. Um, what else? Well, like, okay, so I was going to say about the yard. I mean, I just always liked 
our grampy, our grandfather, he was a gardener. You know, he always had like flowers. He had, he had a, a lot garden. of our, yeah, and a lot of our cousins have like their own garden. Like it would be cool to like grow your own vegetables and stuff. And I've I've grown to appreciate grown vegetables. Ooh, the um, puns are so real. I, I think that'd be nice to have your own plants and stuff. Thanks, John, for calling, dude. John, you're the question. man. Thanks, you're the man, dude. dude. I would love you. Let's uh, let's fucking Facetime very soon. I would love that. Next call. Hey, Jimmy, Patty. It's uh, Dimitri Peduzos from Chicago, the north side. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. <clears throat> uh, something I'd love to hear you guys talk about. Uh, all of us being wonderful, great, passionate White Sox fans. Uh, talk to me about uh, your, your, your favorite place to sit at, at the ballpark. You know, whether bleachers, first, third baseline. Whatever it is, your favorite spot, and uh, maybe your favorite memory too at the ballpark with uh, with no baseball during these times. Uh, I want to hear, you know, some past stories and uh, kind of kill some time thinking about baseball until baseball is back. We need baseball. There's no more baseball. What are we gonna do without baseball? I need you guys to save baseball for me. All right, love you guys. Take care. <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone to drink when he says baseball. Yeah, yeah he wants us to say baseball. Ready? One, two, three. Baseball. baseball. <laughs> no, Dimitri's the man. He's in a band called Rookie. Check them out. They're fucking great. Um, I, if there's one thing I love about Chicago, it's not the fucking Cubs, dude. Let's be real. It's not Ooh, the fucking Italian beef. Hot it's take. not the stuffed crust pizza. It's not Michigan Avenue. It's the Chicago Wastes. <laughs> yeah, dude. I fucking love the White Sox. Love the White Sox. You're wearing Fuck the hat. You. I'm wearing the fucking hat right now. I love the White Sox. They're fucking awesome. And I'm so disappointed that their fucking season got pushed back because they were supposed to be amazing this year. Uh-huh. Um... The so, White Sox, like my, because my dad loves the White Sox, and I have a, I have a few fucking stories about the White Sox. Fortunately enough, like I could look over to the wall and I could see perfection. My you dad, you can see perfection. My dad and I, we went to the to Mark Burley's perfect game, just out of the blue. My dad had season tickets that year. Our dads, they shared with a couple of our friends season tickets that year. Yeah. And my dad was like, "Hey, do you want to go to the Sox game?" I was like, "Yeah, of course I do." You know, let's go. It was a fucking. Afternoon game on a Saturday, I think. Because I remember because we like went to Target at like fucking 4 o'clock to get dinner. It was like weird. Oakland Target. But uh, we went to the Sox game at like 11 a.m. And it was happening, dude. Fucking perfect game. He's like, do you know what's happening? I was like, yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's happening, right? It, this is a My thing. My dad's like, yeah, like don't fucking, don't fucking say it out loud. Because it's like bad luck, you know? Yeah. And it was the most amazing thing ever, dude. That's we got the ticket awesome. frame, the fucking perfect, what is it, perfection, Mark Burley, perfect game. It's insane. Yeah. So cool. That that's is a really great rad. memory that just sticks out. And um, I love I love a tailgate. Tailgates are the bomb, At dude. the cell at Comiskey. Not guaranteed Not guaranteed. I was just going to say, not guaranteed. Guaranteed rate's a stretch. That's the one thing they not they have not going for them. Is the name of their fucking field. They could lose all the games in the world, but the guaranteed rate... I don't rate, understand why they just can't go back and calling it Comiskey sponsored by Guaranteed Rate Field. That's a mouthful. You I don't say give all a that? Fuck. You have to say all that? No. Um, I love going to Sox games. It's so fun. Um, my favorite place to, to sit... 
So the when we had season tickets, we were on the third baseline, probably like 15 rows up. Yep. That was dope. That was a good spot. We went for Father's Day a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. We were like not behind home plate, but we were the Fucking closest close, though. to home plate I'd ever been. Yeah, it was. That was sick. That was. Fuck. I was actually gonna bring that up. That was. I'm gonna share the answer because that that is my that was my favorite seating. Yeah. For a Sox game, dude. Dude, honestly. The Sox Park, they have fucking great food. They do. You can go anywhere and get fucking decent ass food. Comiskey dog. Comiskey dog, dude. Um, <laughs> f- I mean the fundamentals deck, dude. Get the fuck out of here. I'll so fun. F- let you fundamental these nuts if you, get, <laughs> if you get me up there. <laughs> Shut up. Um, I love the White Sox, dude. They're, They're fun. Sick. They're like I, I have a lot of good memories. It's like classic, like classic. There's fucking Chicago, dude. Dude. Um, also, if you ever have the pleasure of putting me and Pat next to each other at a Sox game, you will have so much fun, dude. We are a riot. We're cannons. We are. Me and Pat used to look up the, so say like the Sox are at bat. The opposite team is playing the pitcher. We, we look, so this is during the father's day thing. Cause we were so close. Yeah. So you could see the name on the pitcher, the name on the pitcher, not looking at the fucking dumbass TV. Screen. Exactly. So we're like, oh, Hey, I'm like, I'll be like, yo, see, see where that guy's hometown is. And then, like, you'd be, like, St. Louis or something. And then me and Pat would be like, St. Louis sucks! And then, like, and then, like, As he's letting go of the ball. <laughs> and we felt great pride that we were fucking him up. Dude, and just, like, yell Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, just <laughs> random fucking words. Just, like, random sentences to throw him off. Like, we felt like a part of the team. Yeah, we did. Like, we were helping. Like We oh weren't. We were probably, we, like, really irritating everybody and, around and us. And that was the birthplace of Let's Go We Sue. Yeah, we always say, let's go, Weezu. <laughs> I imagine that's like spelled like W-E-E-E-E and then like S-I-O-U-X. But like over the U is like three dots. It's like The, the, the umlaut. <laughs> ooh, ooh, like we sit. <laughs> um, yeah, I love the White Sox. Dude, that was awesome. Great fucking question, dude. Uh, I want to go to a game so bad when all this shit is blown over. For sure. I have a little side story. So- me and Pat just went to the Father's Day thing, and then two weeks later, uh, the suit store sponsored like a day of going to the Sox game with like all the employees. So it was me, my buddy Eric, my buddy Dylan, his fiance Dee, and our buddy Ralph. We were there together. the 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 squad, you know, yeah, like yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the fucking squad is there. And then our main boss, our regional boss, regional dude, regional our, manager, dude, the the the, R, the REM. Who the, is this guy? <laughs> his Jim name Egan. is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this guy? Um, he was there, and then we all drink way too much at the tailgate, and then we get there, and we were just doing the let's go we sue at the <laughs> two weeks prior. So like, I'm there, and I'm like drunk off like Bud Light. I'm just like. Let's go, Lee. Sorry, and then, like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and I just kept being like, "Let's go, Lee." Sorry, you know. Um, and like my buddy Dylan has never heard anyone talk like this before in public, ever. so he is like crying, laughing. He's yeah. like, "What the fuck?" And then Eric's laughing, and I'm like, "You think that's funny?" He's like, "No, dude, look down." And the regional manager is standing up, seeing who is saying that. Oh, Jesus. Like, he was getting pissed. God and damn I, it, and Jimmy. I, and I'm just like, oh, I'm like tugging down. I'm like, oh, shit. Tugging down as much as you can. And I'm just like, come on, <laughs> <laughs> But, um, 
That was the hardest I've ever seen my buddy Dylan cry before because he was laughing so fucking hard. Dude, a dream of mine, honestly, is to like catch a foul ball with my face at the, at, at, at with the at a Sox game would yeah. be insane. That'd be fun. That would be my most favorite thing is to do that. My dad did that on his birthday actually. That's fucking rad. One time, I I don't remember what year it was, but it was nuts. All right, we got the three more calls. All right, cool. We're almost done, people. All right. Uh oh. I almost actually called somebody. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I almost called someone. Yo, what's up, Mouth Breather, Mouth Breather Podcast? Uh, this is Nick Brancato from um, uh, Joliet, Illinois. Um, uh, this is just a game that um, uh, me and my friends always play at the bar. Um, uh, so pretty much what we do is we pick um, um, uh, who we would want to be in a celebrity three-way with. Uh, you got to pick you with uh, two females, then you with one male, one female, and then uh, you with two males, you can't repeat celebrities. So if you pick um, uh, whoever in one three-way, you can't choose them in another three-way. Uh, love the podcast and um, hope it gets aired. All right. See you. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Let's get a little fucking freaky. Okay. Let's do it. Let's get a little bit of funky, dude. Dude, cue the fucking sexy music. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah. So three way. Thanks, Nick, for the call. Yep. Glad to talk about my sex life, my imaginary sex life on the internet. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, do you want to go first? Okay. So I'm just gonna go at the top of my head. I'll be quick. So two girls. Not in the bed, but just talking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, two girls. Let's do Skojo, Scott Johansson, and let's do. Uh, let's do just her name is uh. Just said I. I mean, is it Mara? It's it's something Mara. I don't know. I'm drunk. <laughs> it's uh, Emmy Mara, I think. Give me one sec. Mara M A. Want me to go? No, no, no. Hold on. Mara's a movie. Why don't you go? Okay. <laughs> Two girls, Rashida Jones, mm-hmm. Amy Poehler. Cool. They have such a good chemistry on screen. I could only imagine the chemistry off screen in my bed. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was my yeah. That was my bit. That was good. That was a good bit, Jimmy. Thanks, dude. I'm glad you're laughing. So funny. Yeah, I could tell from the laughter that you're exhuming out of your mouth. What else? You, you want me to just continue? Yeah, just go. Um, one girl, one boy. I'm gonna go with Haley Atwell and the the dude who played Cal Drogo. Um, dude, the Jason Momoa. That Jason guy will Momoa. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Haley Atwell is also a babe. Shout out to Devante. Me and him just like lose our minds over Haley Atwell. She's yeah. she's a very pretty woman. Um, and then two dudes. Dude, easy. Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr. So I can tell people I fuck the Avengers. That's great. So- <laughs> That's good. Okay. So I found out. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, Rooney Mara for the two girls, me, one girl, one guy would definitely be, I don't know. Is it sad that I got mine out really fucking fast? No, I mean, okay, get this. We'll do the most likable people ever in showbiz. We'll do Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> and Tom Hanks. <laughs> And then two Ellen dudes. doesn't want any part of it. Ellen doesn't want any part of it. Um, uh, two dudes. Uh, let's do. 
let's do uh let's oh dude let's do uh fuck what's their names oh my god i don't know i've been watching a lot of curb let's do larry david and oh. jerry seinfeld just, oh, just, be gross. Gross. just be a gross this be a gross jewish deli <laughs> <laughs> My butthole would look like look a gross Jewish meat. deli. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So there you go. You asked for it. We gave it, you to, gave you. it to you. And they like, gave it to yeah. us. <laughs> there you go. That was so ugly. Was, oh my god. That was awesome. Not because it's gay, but because it's just it's because a but it's a butthole that's got two dicks in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a butthole with, with two dicks. In it. All right, all right, all right. Next call. Next call. We're almost done. Almost done. If you're still here, I'm a little. I'm a little impressed. Now these are the last two I have not heard because they were late entries in the calls. So this first one. Here we go. Jimmy, Pat, big fan of the show. Um, just had a really important question for you guys. I um, um, I, I also want to warn any younger viewers. I hope you don't have two younger viewers. It'd be kind of strange if you guys had like a really popular podcast for 12 year olds. I don't think you do, but um, just kind of warning. Uh, so, Mary Fuck Hill, Casey Anthony, Elizabeth Warren, and Mother Teresa. I want you to really think about that. Think about the long plays. Think about who would you want to spend the rest of your life with. Who would you want to one to stand with? Um, and who you would you know, kill slowly. So, uh, I'm really looking forward to your guys' responses and uh, big fan of the show. Oh Thanks. God. I'm not ready. Okay. I am not so, ready for this. So that was Liam Ford. Love you, buddy. Fucking hate you right now because putting me on the spot. Casey Anthony is the woman who like killed her kids, right? Yeah. Um, oh, that's Kaylee Anthony. No, that's K- it's Casey Anthony. Uh, gives birth to a daughter. Oh. So, fuck, Mary kill. Not great. Sorry for the twelve-year-olds listening. <laughs> like Liam said. So Casey Anthony. This is Casey Anthony, Elizabeth Warren, Mother Teresa. Fuck Mary Kill. All right, hang on. I have to, let me, let me. This sounds. This oh, sounds bad. Oh god, dude. Oh okay. I all right. Fuck. I. All right. <sighs> fuck. All right. This is bad. This I'm not gonna say it. There's no forget. I don't want. I okay. If you're if you actually care about me, don't come up to me and tell me why did you say that when I answered yeah, this the, question. The, this is your chance to to turn away from the. This episode. is your chance to like go to the previous episode. I was gonna say this is your chance to never fucking talk to me again. Don't <laughs> fucking talk to me because I'm gonna answer it just right off the cuff. I would fuck Casey Anthony. Okay. I'd kill Mother Teresa, and I'd marry Elizabeth Warren. I don't know, you know, I don't know. That's me. I would, uh, I would fuck Mother Teresa. What? <laughs> to Get say, the fuck to out say here. that I did it. Old crusty, just <laughs> Albanian nun, ham sandwich. Just. I would kill Elizabeth. No, 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 no. I'd marry Elizabeth Warren, and I would kill Casey Anthony. All right. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Liam, for calling. You fucking sick fuck. Of course, the Mother Teresa <laughs> was willing. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is all. Yeah. Uh, what's the word? Consensual. Consensual. <laughs> what's the word that you're supposed to know? Uh, consensual. <laughs> all right, this is my dad. This is the last call we have. All right, this is good. So I have not listened to this. I hope it's fucking appropriate. Um, give me one sec. Hey, uh, Pat. This is uh, your dad and Jimmy's uncle John. Uh, how are you guys doing? 
I'm from Evergreen Park, and my question for the two of you is what's the most embarrassing slash stupid slash funny thing you ever said or did in front of a girl? Ah, fuck. This is actually awesome. So I'm not going to say who it was because I have respect for them. Um, And this is, again, you could just turn it off right now if you don't want to know the stupid fucking shit I do. But uh, I was once with a girl in her car. And I was... <laughs> Sorry, Uncle John, because you're definitely listening. Yeah, you're your definitely listening. Last question of the fucking day. Yeah, you're definitely listening. I was... Okay, so I was feeling... This is all... Speaking of consensual, this was all consensual. This was Good. so consensual, she left. Because <laughs> <This was laughs> I... She was consenting on the idea of just getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. um, I was in a car with a girl outside my house and I was feeling her breast with my hand. And it was one of the first times I ever felt a boob. A pretty voluptuous breast, I might add. It was great. Um you get nervous. <laughs> no, but I I was feeling it, but it was it was one of those it was over the bra. My hand was went over over the shirt into the bra. To caress the nipple, <laughs> and I was I was so uncomfortable. I I you know, and we were just kind of you know, she was biting her lip, doing the whole thing, and I was kind of enjoying it, but I also was nervous as fuck. And I asked, "Hey, uh, is it working?" Oh no! <laughs> like, are you <laughs> are you enjoying <laughs> this? This, and she said. I gotta go. <laughs> she left, and that's oh funny. Oh my fucking god! So uh, okay, that's probably the most clean version of that kind of story you're gonna get. Oh, uh, whoops! Go ahead, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> I have something equally as um, just embarrassing. It's just one of those things where, like, the next morning you're like, "Dude, what the fuck were you talking about?" Um, so. All right, I gotta like take a moment if I really want to discuss this. Um, so, fuck it. Um, so, I am once again for me. This is a this is definitely a uh, a rated R story. So if you yeah, you could you you could fucking leave. You can just Turn honestly off the pod, listen to this, the next episode. This is the last question. So like you're not gonna like after this we're gonna be closing remarks and then we're done. So if you want to stop. This is the time. So anyway, have some uh, respect for us, please. Please, I'm three bottles of champagne in. <laughs> I'm wined and dined, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I'm with a girl, and we're we're chilling out. She's getting like hot and heavy, kind of. And what do you mean you're okay? Wait, 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 wait. You are chilling out with a girl, and you are getting hot and heavy. No, like with we, the girl. We we were chilling. And then, like, some kisses starts happening, and then some other stuff starts happening. And, like, she uh, she she starts, like, doing her thing, and I'm just, like, kind of, like, you know, just being, like, this is rad. And then I just, like, <laughs> oh, God, I want to fucking I, oh, God, I, I fucking hate it. Um... <laughs> oh fuck. Um I asked 
Oh God. I asked, um, I may just beep it out because I don't fucking know yet. Um, I asked, yeah, does it feel good when it's growing? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. 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 I would have just like, yo, oh, bye. Dude. Oh, my. And then she goes, wait, what? And then I'm like, uh, and then it just like sinks in as to what I just fucking said. And I'm just like, oh. Yo, dude, that's fucked up. Dude, I don't know. I was like. That's much worse than what I said. I'm just trying I to- said, is it working? You I- said, does it feel good when it's working? Dude, I was just trying to be sexy and oh, like. Oh, yeah. Trying to be sexy is the least sexy. It's so thing. hard Isn't that crazy for it, young. It just has to happen for young anybody. It's just, hey, is it uh, does that feel good? <laughs> Dude, no, that's okay. I have no problem asking. Does that feel good? But like that is fucking. But I'm, like in a goofy way. Her, like, hey, is it working? To is it working is much worse than hey, does that feel good? What's worse than that? Hey, do you like it when it's growing? What's worse than that is that hey, we should. Do you want? Do, what's worse than that is do you want to take a break? Oh my fucking god! That that's worse than that. Yeah, that's bad. That means you're like, I'm, I'm done. Hope you are too. Um, <laughs> but geez, Uncle John, thanks. He, thanks, Dad. Uh, Uncle John's probably thinking of like, uh, he you know, called I, uh, at a, he called at ten fifty nine. Really? Like, just barely got in the fucking threshold of acceptable calls, dude. It's funny because like Uncle John's probably thinking of a story of like, oh, I'm about to kiss a girl and I. You know, just like fart. And I'm like, oh, sorry, my. <sighs> like, meanwhile, we're talking about the dirtiest things. Like, yeah. Um, I feel <laughs> sorry, Uncle John. You you're probably just like turned it off at this point, or you're laughing your ass off, and because how embarrassed we are. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty embarrassed. I'm pretty red. I can feel it <laughs> in my in red. my face. Um, but yeah, well, uh, editing future me will decide if I want to keep that in. You should. Oh, Fuck, dude. It's fucking uh, it's bare. Too I was good. trying to be hot, and I am sometimes. Did not succeed. This is also like a. This is also like a while ago, and like. <laughs> dude, shut up! I fucking know. <laughs> That's the best sentence I've ever heard. Um, yeah, that was hotline calls, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. That was fun. Thanks for uh, contributing to the pod. We really appreciate the support. For Honestly, sure. Honestly, it, it felt so good to hear you guys say that it's helped you through this whole pandemic and staying in uh because i mean me and jimmy like share germs all the time anyway so like yeah it's we don't care that we're seeing each other but we really appreciate that you guys are still listening honestly for sure i know you're not you guys aren't commuting as much or maybe you're not working out as much so like listenership has been down a little bit but we appreciate those who have sticked with us um we really do uh, and it, it gives us something to do every week, and we really, I, I, I really appreciate it. Jimmy, do you have any last words? Yeah, um, honestly, I, I, the, the fan base is so real, and I love it. Um, uh, never in my wildest dreams did, did I think that like this little, this little project, essentially a project, would um, actually help people. This kind of just started as just like something that me and Pat just did because we thought it would be funny and like the fact that I keep hearing people saying thank you for keep doing it uh, because like me and Pat kind of discussed if we wanted to keep doing it through the quarantine and it was a very quick answer we were both like no we're going to keep going we're just, <laughs> we just you say discussed like we talked about it for an hour and a half we, we really like, did and it was like 15 hey, seconds hey do we still want to see each other we're like yeah yeah sure. <laughs> that was it Um, but uh, I hope everyone is being safe washing their hands all that good stuff Um, 
like we kind of discussed in the previous episode, like I can't wait for guests to come back on. It's yeah, gonna be amazing. Yeah. Getting sick and tired of talking to Jimmy. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Fuck you, Pat. Um, no, but um, you guys are wonderful. Um, I'm really enjoying that you love this stuff. This um, helps me a lot too. So in helping you, you're helping me. In so facto, I'm your boss. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, but thank you very much. Uh, my my glass is raised high. Yes, mine I'm as well. I'm cheersing you, and we're we're glass on plastic clinking. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, cheers, everyone. Let's, cheers. Thank let, you guys for sticking with us, and be safe out there. Love for you. sure. Love you. And this has been Mouth Breather. Episode seven of season three. Episode forty nine. Next episode dude, is episode fifty. That's got to be a special one. Yeah, we sh- we'll we make it special. We should dress up. Should, I'll dress <laughs> no up. No one can see us dressed up. But. I'm in a tuxedo. I'm like naked. <laughs> I'm in a fucking tutu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, stay safe out there. Pod on, like and subscribe. Share with someone that you think would like this kind of stuff, and uh, enjoy the rest of your beautiful day. Take care, bro- uh, brothers and sisters. Uh, br- br- what? Br- 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 Take me to church. <laughs> 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 Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Chi. Chi. <laughs> Chi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One, two. What up, Jimmy and Pat? It's Jake Barcelona, bro. Uh, I have a question. Dude, I don't know what, I don't have any, I really don't know. This all happens so fast, even though it takes 45 minutes for the, the ringer to the ring. You guys, and, and this is Pat's personal cell phone, so if I keep calling, he's just gonna keep getting my, I'm just gonna keep, he's just gonna keep calling it, and it's 7.30 in the morning, so. This is like a one-time deal, and it's already been like 40 seconds, and I haven't, nothing of worth has come up. Okay. Um, I have a question for, uh, um, I guess, Jimmy. Um, hey, dude. Um, when, when was the last time you... Uh, I don't know. Um, when was the last time you, uh, you had, uh, Pat, did you ever, uh, how many times have you guys been to, uh, um, if you, if you've been to Great America, how many times, um, at Great America have you, uh, you know, you know, um, uh,